With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey guys, Boss Man here. Before we get started with our episode, we got to tell you about our friends at Better Edge. Better Edge is a legal, let me repeat it, legal online sports betting marketplace that allows fans to post and engage with other sports bettors. So it's like a social media site built within the app. You can place no commission positions in an online marketplace, so they're not going to cuck you out of any fees or any money. You know, they're going to give it all back to the better. Uh, you can compete in direct head-to-head challenges with horrible betters like journalist Jake. You know, you, if, if you think one thing's going to happen, your buddy thinks the other's going to happen, no more doing the whole Venmo thing, you go through Better Edge. It's legal now. And we all have those friends who are huge homers of Minnesota team like JJ here. And when you know that the local team is going to lose, but you got your friend who's a homer, I mean, this is the perfect way to get some money from him. Yeah, you're no longer betting as a fan. You're betting as a professional. There we so, go. Not me. Um, as a fan. Compete in public or private betting competitions. Uh, I know we did one for like the 993 challenge. There's all sorts of fun kind of prop stuff they do on there. And then you can buy or sell positions such as spread over under money line at current market prices. So use promo code 10K at betteredge.com to get a free $10 when you sign up and verify your ID. Once again, that's promo code 10K at B-E-T-T-O-R-E-D-G-E.com. Get a free 10 bucks. Follow us on there. You'll you'll find the 10,000 takes page. You'll find all of us 10K guys on there. We're, we're very active. We're betting all the time. There was a couple head-to-heads, whatever. We might take them, we might not, but uh, Better Edge is just a, a great partner of ours and, and one of the funnest apps that we, we use daily. So check them out. Use our promo code. Get started today. On this episode of It's a Bit, Kirk Cousins. The real Kirk Cousins, not Jake doing an impression, not you know, not not whatever else. This is, this is Kirk Cousins in the flesh, pro bowler, quarterback, starting quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings. Um definitely one of our best shows someone that we just laughed with you know so, like someone who i genuinely believe that if if kirk you know what was was not like in the nfl and, and was just hanging around the twin cities he'd probably be in our friend group because he's a character just like us uh so one of our best shows yet we're gonna give our bits of the week and then finish the show off with it's a bet we're heading to vegas this week so we got some some bets on the table that we're gonna hit all the way from uh the ufc to the NC2A tournament all the way from a coin flip in outer space. So uh, all that and more on It's a Bit. This is the It's Bit podcast presented by 10,000 Takes. Burgeoning empire called 10,000 Takes. This is the It's a Bit podcast featuring boss man, wags, and journalist Jake. Journalist Jake's a bitch, motherfucker. Hey, you know those guys that do 10,000 Takes? They do some funny bits, right? They're good. They're funny dudes. Yeah. 10,000 Takes. You're hanging with the number one podcast in the Twin Cities. It's a bit with 10,000 Takes. Last name ever. First name greatest. Like a It's a bit. All right, everyone, welcome back to It's a Bit, presented by 10,000 Takes. The Kirk Cousins episode is here, but before we get into that, we got to do a bit of the week. And before we even get into bit of the week, guys, I have an announcement. So, Jake, if you want to cue up the EDM music. Oh, yes. Yeah. We are officially 48 hours from 10K Las Vegas. 
Constant EDM all the time. Cocktails. Pool parties. Gambling. Clubs. The Heart Attack Cafe where they, uh, I guess they whip you if you don't eat a burger. Let's fucking go. So, we've been planning this trip. I'm, wait- I'm waiting for Jake to wrap oh, up this oh, oh. <laughs> I thought we were still doing the bit. Hey, really good job, Jake. No, no, but we're, uh, we've are we been talking about this trip for two months. I know we did the bit. If you guys don't listen, uh, Jake just aggressively yells EDM music because that's where it's like uh, everywhere you are in Vegas, whether you're in you know anywhere from a club to a McDonald's. They're just playing loud music all the time. But uh, we've been planning this trip for a few months. Last year we went on it. We hung out with NFL rules analyst Dean Blandino. Uh, we, we were he was a some... former head of actual just officiating in the NFL. Yes. Yeah, t- yeah, he's been on our show, reoccurring guest, great guy, good friend of ours. Uh, but we're going back to Vegas again this year for March Madness, hopefully to win more money. And uh, just want to ask you guys how excited you are for the trip. I mean, how can you not be so excited? We live, uh, we all live the corporate lifestyle, and little stuff like this is what makes it worthwhile. No, you're saying to win more money. We're trying to maybe try to break even, maybe. <laughs> That's more of the goal is like to not lose money, but winning money would be cool too. Yeah, I mean, because last year, like, I mean, I did, I definitely came back negative. But like, you're not living the Vegas experience if you're not coming back with a negative. You know? Yeah, but JJ, you definitely did not come back negative. I remember in August we were all in Vegas. Uh, me and my girlfriend were standing right next to you, and you decided to take money out of the ATM, oh, and you no, just ax- no. you just accidentally clicked your savings where you just had to no, flex no, 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 no. the gross amount of money you had in there. <laughs> no, 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 because no. I wanted my money quick. I wanted it quick. I would never. Because when you when you show the amount on your account on a damn ATM, you got to start over and then go back into it. I would have never done that on purpose because I, I want to gamble because I'm a degenerate. He said, I, JJ I, went worth my money now. Oh. I, yeah, I think Jake had more money in there than Kirk's extension was. Like, oh, he might. <laughs> nope. I, well, I am Kirk Cousins, so. But I think you can probably include me in the corporate thing because my job is actually a lot more like corporate than people think. But I don't know about you guys, but the last like week, it's been fucking god-awful. Like work has been yeah. awful. Yeah, I mean it's any any time you're going into a vacation, it's really tough to just yeah. do everyday life knowing like like when you're like months out, it's like all right, I can like, block that out. Like I'm just gonna pretend that trip's not gonna happen. But once you start counting down the days, you know you're in trouble. Like tomorrow, I'm gonna walk in there and not give shit about fuck. Like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing anything. Like I give a shit about fuck. Not Cam, you don't want to get fired. Can't, I can't wait for uh, someone who finds us through the internet and Kirk Cousins to listen to the show, and then you're gonna serve them tomorrow, and you're gonna be like, "Oh, sorry, I do give shit about fuck for, for you, but not for anybody <laughs> oh. else." I stand by my take on so the podcast. You're the guy who said you wouldn't give a shit about fuck, huh? Okay. Oh, also, a development. Uh, I just realized this. I get a commission check the day before we go to Vegas. Yeah. That dangerous. is ooh, fucking dangerous. You should tell. You should. Dangerous. You should purposely tell them to delay that for. Yeah, uh, please. For so, tax reasons. No, no, no. Okay. Cam, Cam will, will be happily take it to the strip club. No, so, no, no, no. Cam has made great decisions with finances in the past. Yes, Dude, he has. This, uh, this, this Friday for me when we're in Vegas is payday, and it's just me so too. it's just so dangerous when that happens because you feel like you have so much money and you're the yes. king of the world in Vegas, and that's when you leave Vegas. On Wait, payday, or did you say because parlay? Payday. Oh, Oh, yes, irresponsible decisions. If you have a problem with gambling, call one eight hundred. Yeah, gamble help. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't even know what. Screw that. I, I, I did. I did last year in August when we went with the power trip. I legitimately did take home one of the pamphlets because I, yes, I yeah. thought I had a problem for a second. No, it was up in our. It was up in our prior lake studio. I remember. Yeah. No, yeah, it's I, not in here anymore. I threw it away because I felt ashamed. I but there was one but, I, but I but I remember I was texting or I was tweeted. I'm like, I think I actually have a gambling problem. And then like I like took the pamphlet home. Like I have taken the pamphlet home. People are like, Are you going to read it? I'm like, Probably not. <laughs> fun. It's funny to own the pamphlet. Though. Yeah, it's a great bit. Yeah, but uh, we're looking forward to Vegas. If you guys got any picks, send them our way. 
Uh, we'll probably be posting some stuff that we're doing there. I know we're going to be at the uh, the D Hotel. We're staying at the D. The D. The D. <laughs> it's a four-star uh, right across the street from Circa oh, on yeah. Fremont Street. They're uh, hooking us up with all free accommodations. No, I'm kidding. But, um, no, 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 nice. they, no, they are. They are. I mean, well, I mean they are. I mean, yeah, they are. Yeah. All we had to do was say we interviewed Kirk Cousins, and they're like, oh, uh, okay. So. Yeah, it's pretty big now. <laughs> Yeah, now we got to walk in anywhere and just demand free stuff. Well, I inter- <laughs> I talked with Kirk Cousins. I I interview with Kirk Cousins. Now I get a free diet cock. I mean diet, diet cock. cock. I, I mean, mean diet cock. I mean I mean Kevin O'Connell. <laughs> oh, but uh, yeah, yes. we're we're looking forward to Vegas. But uh, let's get into bit of the week, kind of our signature joke or funny moment. Um, we call everything around here a bit. We'll start with you, producer Cam. What do you got for your bit? It's the best time of the year, bit. March freaking madness is back, and my pants are unbelievably tight. Oh, yeah? Like, I think I need new pants. But, I don't know. It's my favorite time of the year. Um, It's like a better's paradise, and we were just talking about having a gambling addiction, which we probably all actually do have. Um, And I've been following it all year. I look forward to this every year. So, I I really can't wait. And plus, like, I'm probably going to lose every bet in Vegas, but I honestly don't care. See, like, be... Being in Vegas during March Madness, like it's hard to describe, right? Because it's literally nonstop action, twenty four seven. It's too much stimulus. You. It really is too much stimulus. Like I went out there with you guys last year, but I was twenty. I, I have no idea what to expect. Didn't stop you, Cameron. I can't wait. Yeah, man. I mean, well, you still you still made your way into some things allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. But no, the full experience. We still, I don't feel like has to experience the full experience because there's so much to do in Vegas. But you only want to be there so many days, or else you're going to die. So. Yeah. But no, but you're going to be taking along with with the big boys over here, and going going up to Stadium Swim and oh, we're yeah. to get uh to get booze. Uh, of course, probably have to be yelling over yourself, and by the end of the week, you're not going to have a voice the rest of your life because you got to constantly yell wherever you go. But it's going to be a great time. Let's get down. Let's get down no. to business. Plus, Give like, you one more night, one more night to get I this. I will be walking around the pool maybe a couple days, but at least one of those days wearing my Minnesota Golden Gopher polo <laughs> and God. be having a great time. Let's I go. am a Gopher fan. Yeah. The, your your identity is literally interwoven with the Gophers. It is. I, I don't care. And Kirk I'm, Cousins. Dude, I was watching the selection show. Yes, that and Kirk Cousins. But I was watching the selection show, and I'm like, I know they weren't there yet. And hopefully they'll get there. But I'm like, I'm depressed. Were you just crossing? I want them to be in the tournament. Were you just like crossing your fingers for like a 16th seat or something or what? Yeah, no chance. I was. I'm like, I was hoping. No for, chance. I was hoping for the tournament to cook over a team for us to get in, like they did bringing in Michigan at 11 seed. Yeah, what the hell was that? That was bullshit. But anyway, you know, uh, I can I not to like nerd out, but I know why they did it because money. No, so Jalen Rose ratings. <laughs> no, there's, so there's they want to see uh, Jawan Howard Shut punch the somebody. Fuck up. <laughs> So Rutgers and Indiana are always already in the first four. Michigan could not have been in the first four because it is a rule in the NCAA tournament that you cannot play a team from your conference within I think within the first game. So that's why it's fair. that's why if all three of them were going to make the tournament, one of them would have had to have a, like a bye and not play in the first four. Right, that's the only reason. Right, but then Indiana or Rutgers should have not have been in the first four. I think Michigan uh, should have been in the first four. 100%. I agree, Indiana. I probably would have put them ahead of Michigan, but I would have put Michigan ahead of Rutgers. All right, well, whatever. This is a college basketball podcast, motherfucker. True. All right, uh, let's go with you, journalist Jake. What do you got? Um, I, I've, I've talked about this quite a bit, uh, you know, the last few weeks, but I got the Vegas currency bit, um, whereas you say, you know, oh, it's a bet, it's $200. Well, no, in reality, that's like $2 or $20. It's like reverse, it, it's like inflation. It's inflation, because you're in Vegas, you're spending so much money, you're already going to be spending a lot of money. You bring two grand, that's $200. That's how it is in Vegas. Now, when you go back home to the bank account, then it's just back to two grand. That sucks. Well, if but... you got a lot of it in your account, Jake, like you, it probably doesn't matter. Right? No, 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 no. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. 
that no. But anyway, two hundred dollars. No, but that's just wrong. I wasn't trying to shit flaunt a bank account. Wrong. Not true. Not right. Um. But anyway, two hundred dollars. <laughs> like that's that's literally twenty dollars. You think if you're putting it, you're spending oh two hundred dollars on this on this. You're in Vegas. That's twenty bucks in Minnesota. So you remember in Mar- uh, in last August we got to we got to Vegas kind of late, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember the first thing I wanted to do was I was tired as fuck and I was like vodka Red Bull. That ha- that has to be the drink when you land, right? Mm-hmm. So we're in the casino. I order a vodka Red Bull. They pour it. They make it for me. They hand it right to me. Uh, it's gonna be twenty one seventy five. <laughs> Yeah, that that is that is. They literally factors. steal from people. Oh my god! And then at that point, they already made it, and you're like, "Oh, well, here's the money." You're like, "Oh, I thought the seventeen dollar Bloody Mary I had at MSP at four in the morning was was overpriced." And then you get there, and they're like seventy five for a vodka oh, Red Bull. Oh, ridiculous! You take off the Minnesota to Las Vegas conversion inflation four seventy five, and go. it's, it's like, gone. And it's gone. I mean, that's just how it is. You spend money in Vegas. It's it. You gotta you gotta convert that money down. You got you can't think of it as two hundred dollars. It's twenty dollars. It's like I'm gonna I'm gonna hit a parlay be like oh sweet now i can buy a shot of fireball and a crunch wrap at the taco bell nightclub yep yeah that's the positive <laughs> doing it but but dude that shot of fireball at taco bell could have been thirty dollars and i still would have paid it just to say i did it three dollars oh, i mean sure. plenty of people do shots at taco bell all the time we're not going to get into what types of shots they're shooting um but <laughs> but doing it in the vegas one where they actually have the booze behind the counter and you sit there like i said there's always probably some becky who's like just like going ham on the dance floor like a crunch wrap in her hand and like a <laughs> Yeah, Live Moss. Live Moss. What, you... what if they had a song in there, a remix like Ooh, Ooh, Live Moss? Boom, and it does the bell. They're rich enough to do something like that. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah, we they... should bring that. I actually actually try to talk to a manager as we walk in there, and we have this business idea. Now, I know it was brought up last epi, but I'm just saying, Bossman and I have already done a fireball shot in Taco Bell. I, I think it's time for Cameron and journalist Jake to uh, mm-hmm. lose their fireball in Taco Bell. Well, for as, long, oh, as long as that doesn't involve a Baja Blast, I'll. Do that. <laughs> Just, just, yeah, just, I mean, it's Vegas. Whatever chase, Vegas currency, you know, <laughs> fireball in Vegas is whatever. Just chase it with a nacho cheese uh, taco, I like might. a Dorito Loco taco, because they kind of go together, right? They hand do. in hand, cinnamon. So, yeah. has, cinnamon. Has the Baja Blast Vodka Freeze uh, surpassed Fireball as the worst drink for you? I will tell you, I'll do, I'd rather do one shot of Fireball than do a thing of which is essentially Speedball in a thing of <laughs> in a bottle. But it cup, but it comes in a cool cup, Jake, that you can take home with. I you. know, and that's what I think I was attracted to. I was already fucked up. Like, let's go, man. A souvenir from Taco I, Bell. Like <laughs> I'm having a seizure. The I next legitimately morning. thought you were gonna die. I yeah. thought so too myself. Bad. Not gonna lie though, and again, we've already talked about this in the past, but the food at that Taco Bell in Vegas on the Strip is way better than any other it Taco Bell that I've ever had. It yeah. has nothing to do with being intoxicated. It is not at all. It is great, even though it ended up in a toilet last time for me. Top notch, top notch. Out, out the front, yes. Out the front, out correct. The front. Had to specify oh, for the yeah. listeners at home. Oh. All right. Uh, Wags, what do you got for your bit? My bit is the how can you expect me to work bit. And this is in reference to as we're recording this, which is Monday, which is you have the NFL free agency. You have the MLB free agency. You have trades also happening left and right. Whenever you refresh your phone, there is a new piece of news. I just do not understand how the fine people at my corporate office expect (laughs) me to get any work done when there's just so much happening. I've never related to something more i tweeted this today actually yeah. i was like i can't do this well so the the best was it started with selection sunday and then miko koivu was like fuck you i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna retire my number and then tom Thomas. brady's like fuck you miko i'm gonna come out of retirement and then kirk cousins was like hey tom i'm getting extended by the vikings 
and then some stuff happened in baseball, and suddenly uh, a guy that we just acquired for the Twins is suddenly shipped out to New York after he had some awkward handshake with Baldelli. Do you guys see that picture, yes. by the way? It's like this really awkward handshake that said, like, welcome, like, whatever. The, I don't even remember the guy's name because he, he didn't play a Iner, game here. Isaiah something Casella. Isaiah Kiner Falefa. Falefa. Yeah, he, he literally didn't. Did he even attend a practice? Uh, no, I think he just showed right up. He spring, basically yeah. took a connecting flight from Texas. From Tex- Texas, no. wherever they play, to Minneapolis. Florida, right? No, spring no. training. Ar- Arizona to Florida. Arizona to Florida up to... Where, no. do, where do the Yankees have spring break? Florida. Florida has oh, a spring break. Yeah. There's only... Spring break. There's only... It's only Arizona and Florida. It's split yeah. half. There's like two spring different spring leagues, right? Yeah. The grapefruit, the, the grapefruit oh, okay. and the cactus. Okay. Yeah. The cactus. So, the they went, so they went from one training camp to another. Yeah, which yeah, is so, which, which is if you're going to get traded, the spring training is uh, See, the narrative is funnier though if he had to go all the way to Minneapolis and go to New York right. City. Yeah. So let's what let's let's pretend let's pretend let's pretend that happened. Well, then we lost the bringer of rain too. I'm upset about that actually. Why? He was a badass, man. He, he was bring he was bringing electricity to the Twins that they haven't had in a while. We didn't he played didn't maybe play a, a season and a half. I have a theory though about why you're so upset about losing them is because you bought a sixty dollar yeah, shirt yeah, that's a bringer of rain. I'm a fan of the guy. He's a badass. He brings electricity to the team and he's good when he when he's able to play. If he had a one full uh, season here, you would light this team up. Well, he could have if he would have stayed healthy. Um, Not his fault. Uh, whoa. Uh, anyway, he's injury prone. He's old. Well, and Byron Bucks had injury prone, getting older, but shut, we signed him. The Yankees took f- took the whole fifty million dollar contract, right? But you, you got to pay for trade. big players. Well, and he's well, here's, he's not a here's big another player. thing. Here's another thing, though. Major, he's our best hitter. Major League no, Baseball not. doesn't have a he's fucking not. salary cap. The Twins really didn't need to move him anyways if they wanted they to get other they people. Did. They didn't. Now they now they move him. They're like, oh, we got more money, but. No, you just really be, don't. Just because we had, they don't have a salary cap doesn't mean they don't have a budget within like the what the, the Twins owners are the richest owners out of all Major League Baseball owners. That's, Spend some more money, like they could have kept. I'm not down, trying to argue, so. but that's wildly inaccurate. They could have kept down. I think I think he was like it was like a deal where keep him one more year, you know, because this was his second season no. last year was the first full season non COVID. Because now we get Gio Urshela, who's actually a good hitter. Gary Sanchez is going to DH, and we have fifty million freed up to. We're gonna we're going to after, acquire another guy that we'll get rid of in two years. We're going Yankees, after Trevor Story, which and we'll we're get also, rid of in a year and a half. And also, we're about to trade for another pitcher. So if we you want to win now, this is what we you do. obviously approved to me with trading Donaldson, like we did. We gate. It tells me no matter when we get a big player. Oh well, he played a season. Would, and a half. would you rather have them just done nothing yeah. and just go? Would you rather less than five hundred? We have Donaldson, and I we have a piss poor Donaldson. pitching staff. That, that makes no show sense. commitment to a, a, a big time player because now that makes it, now, no it tells sense. me they're going to bring in Story and get rid of him in two years. That, Dude, that should tell you that at all. The poll ads fucking net worth is three point eight billion dollars. It's almost more than everyone else on the they list except for two or three players. They but, can afford more players. They're just being cheap. Is kind of what all Minnesota fans have been saying for years, which is completely true. No, this goes on trend. The Donaldson thing. Goes on trend with the poll ads. It, you can't say that this is they're going to get Trevor Story and like, oh, they're going to keep him now. No, they get rid of big time. Trade him in two years. They do all. They do this all the time. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. No one knows. No they one knows. Power forever. He won an MVP. You can't even say that's true. Crickets. Like who? Mauer. Oh, Joe Mauer. Yeah. Well, we we got him. Up. What other Mauer? Yeah. 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 His, said, his his brother you, that sells I, Chevys. I thought you said Trent Bauer. I'm like, who the hell is that? Are you Back, drunk? No. <laughs> yeah, he's. Drunk. But Joe Mauer, we got we got through our system. We never actually like acquired him through a trade or anything. We kept him here, and he wanted to stay here, and and we honored that. But he's the only so, guy. So last bit of argument before we signed Donaldson or got Donaldson, did you complain that we never spent money? All the time. So then we go and spend money and, and we get still rid of complain. Them. And we get rid of them. It was logical. You don't keep someone if it's not logical. 
Jake, just because he owned the shirt doesn't mean you. No, I disagree. I, I, he, whenever he played, it was can, electric. He brought an atmosphere to the whenever team. Whenever he, he played, is well. the key quote. And can you tell me, like, you're okay with that pitching staff? With every, I don't care oh, if the no, Polads are rich or whatever. Staff. Every team sets their own budget and to what they need to be successful in or what they can afford. So you're okay with keeping Donaldson, who's probably not going to play every game, to have a piss poor pitching staff, have a glaring hole at shortstop. Like, uh, how does that make sense? They, they could still pay for those. They could still get those. I think the, the argument is that they're, they're, not, setting, they're, they're not setting the budget high enough because they're literally only setting it in terms of their profit goals. They're not setting it in terms of, like, winning. Like, we want to win, so we yeah. don't care about our profits. But just another, like, thing to think about, too, is just because the pull are worth that doesn't mean that's not that's what the franchise is worth. Just are, you, are you trying to explain? Just, uh, no, I'm just saying. I'm, just saying, like, I'm an know, accountant, by I, the way. I, I get it, but I'm just saying, like, just because you own a franchise doesn't well, mean you're going to put your whole life savings into it. They, they finally went and did, they did finally do something and spent a lot of money on Donaldson. People were happy and they get rid of him, and, and we didn't even play full two. The first season came in on a COVID year, played 60 games, comes in last year, gets injured, but whenever he came in, he was pretty good. And that's it. We get rid of him, and it's like, okay, wow, now we're going to get Trevor Story to get for, rid of him in a year and a half. For what he did, he's not worth the money that he made. Not a baseball podcast. Cutting it off. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, I'm the last one to read the bit, right? Yes. So I have the return of the hot dog bit. Uh, we are in St. Paul all day slash night at the high school state hockey tournament championship on Saturday. Uh, I was dressed as the hot dog. Jake was dressed as like a, a hockey, hockey guy. Hockey player. People called me a ref, too. I got that a couple times, but whatever. With the, the gloves and the helmet and whatnot. Uh, we were drunk. We had eye black on. Um, Children pointed and laughed. Drunk moms were apparently all about it. They just yes. would not stop wanting to take pictures with us. And uh, we met the on-the-bench guys and Matt Dumba, and we were having legitimate business conversations about collaborating on stuff with both both of them, and I just didn't realize until later that I was just dressed as a hot dog. And then business. I was wearing eye black. We were both wearing eye black, wearing Wags' helmet over here that I utilize, and gloves, and a, a tie, and a pullover, and we looked like... I mean, cre- I mean, credit to both Dumba and the on-the-bench guys uh, from Canada for taking us seriously when we were talking about stuff. I mean, Dumba immediately, when we said 10,000 takes, Cup Snake, he's like, oh, yeah, I love that. That was fun. And the on-the-bench guys were like, you know, let's do some stuff together. But it's just incredible that you can network in a hot dog suit. And, and I wasn't there, but I also think it's incredible that uh, Ryan Carter, who we had on the podcast last week, he actually noticed Jake and Jack, and he went up to them. You guys didn't have to walk up to Ryan Carter, yeah. right? Which is really cool and really nice of Ryan to do it. Take yeah. a little bit of time to say hi to you the, guys. Uh, the Bar Down Beauties had us on their live stream, once again, wearing costumes. Mm-hmm. It, they've been talking to serious hockey people all day. Then we show up, and I think we talked about mouse traps in the house. Um, as well as some other really important topics that the hockey community cared about. Was that Jack? Was that your first uh, Minnesota hockey tournament, or have you been there before? Um, I think I've been there before, but it's been the first time in a while. I've never been to that expo though. That expo yeah, is it's really incredible. Cool, we're uh, we were, we were playing the sauce game. We were, we were trying to get tippins and whatnot. Do you and... think that maybe we could get a booth there? I wonder how much yeah. that cost. <laughs> I mean, guys doing business, we gotta we gotta team up with some businesses. Networking so connections. Once again, you know, if, want. if you're a business and you, you're at the hockey expo and you need some media guys to to bring in the crowd, hit us up. You know what we could do? I mean, we could just interview Kirk Cousins at the hockey expo yeah, next year. Bring him to the hockey right. expo. Get him involved more in the hockey community. Exactly. He, you know, he deserves that. The hockey right. community does deserve Kirk Cousins. Right. All right. Well, speaking of that, let's get to our awaited interview with Kirk Cousins right now. All right, folks, welcome back to It's a Bit. Very special guest joining us today. We have starting quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings, pro bowler, threw for over 4,400 yards and 33 touchdowns, just signed an extension, is looking to bring the Lombardi 
to Minnesota, Kirk Cousins. Kirk, it's a blast. It, it's so great to have you, man. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I've wanted to meet you guys uh, for a while now. You guys do a great job, and so it's fun to be on the be on the show and uh, and get get acquainted with one another. Congratulations on getting extended. All of us here are super super pumped. Can you just tell us what that experience was like and kind of what what do you really like about Minnesota and why do you want to stay? Yeah, you know my 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 wife and I are boys. We just had a really positive experience these last uh, four seasons now. Boy, the, the four years have gone fast, but um, uh, you know there really wasn't anywhere else we wanted to be, and um, at this stage in our career, we were thrilled to be able to extend the uh, the contract another season. And, you know, at this point, it's just about winning football games and finding a way to get that done. And uh, and so we're really excited about the uh, the team we have, the group we have, the coaches we have, um, and what we're building for uh, for this coming season. Are you pissed that Tom Brady stole your spotlight yesterday? <laughs> yeah, he no, just had honestly, to come out of retirement. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> I was kind of I was kind of hoping that it was just going to be an under the radar deal. So when Tom announced he was coming out of retirement, I was like, "Perfect, this is great timing. <laughs> Works out well." But uh, I was surprised, you know, that Tom was coming back. I had heard rumblings that he might, and uh, sure enough, twenty third season. Here we go. He's uh, he's something else. He really has set the bar high for the rest of us to follow after. That's for sure. Well, he's like, "There's unfinished business." It's like, "What unfinished business? <laughs> what have you What have you not done?" He's uh. You know, it's going to be interesting because if, if he keeps going, just when you talk about not only the Super Bowls, but like the statistics in terms of yards and touchdown passes and some of those all-time career marks, I mean, he's really going to outpace number two and number three. So uh, I'm sure Mahomes and guys like that have a great chance when they're done to to catch him or pass him in those statistics. But I mean, he's really uh, he's really going to be able to distance himself, which will be which will be interesting to see where he actually finishes when he's done with total yards and total touchdown. Do you see yourself playing into your forties? It's a great question. I've asked myself that I, on one hand, I would love to, on the other hand, I just feel like football is like one year in football feels like a lifetime. And so it can be difficult to think beyond just one season or two seasons because you know how much can change. So I know I want to walk away from this game as healthy as possible I know that uh, as my boys get older, it could get a little bit more difficult to uh, to keep playing, but I, I, I would like to play as long as I possibly can, and I'm optimistic that could be into my 40s, but um, I also know that every year, you know, you've got to bring it and prove it. Otherwise, they're going to try to find a way to, to move on. Well, uh, I, we unfor- I, well, it's not unfortunate, but I, we were the ones who uh... – <laughs> resurface the uh the notorious video of you in the uh the musical uh in, in... that was you guys that did that yeah <laughs> yeah sports okay sports yeah. center bar stool like every media outlet was like credit 10k takes for this video we're like i think was, i think it was the big 10 network who actually i think way back they did right. like a, a profile on it so yeah like blame them fault. blame yeah. them for it their fault it was just on the internet we grabbed it and we went with it that, that's <laughs> it's not our fault once it's on the internet, it's out there. Yeah, but I, I bring that up because, like, that was you have you have a hell of a, a, a hell of a voice. You know, you have, you're very talented. I mean, I feel like you have a career as an actor, a musician, in some capacity after football. I think you, you're set for the rest of your life. I do love music. Uh, uh, my singing days, I'm pretty much retired. But, Don't say uh, that. Oh, yes. No. Oh, you heard it here first. No. Oh, damn it! <laughs> but, I, but I was in a. Uh, uh, a swing choir, whatever you want to call it in high school that you try out for at your high school. And uh, 
you know, enjoyed it. It was fun. And uh, that was where those videos were from. And obviously when you're 17, 18 and you're, and you're singing in those deals, you never think they'll make it to a big 10 network someday, but, but sure enough, they did. And uh, they're still living in infamy. So uh, yeah, unless you're, you know, riding in the car with me, uh, you're probably not going to hear me doing a whole lot of singing. Well, and then, and then I think a few years later after that got resurfaced, the video of you doing, I think you were doing your podcast when uh, the host played your, your Blink-182 cover that you did with your brother. And and we reposted that like a couple weeks ago and people were commenting. They're like, it's actually pretty good though. Like, like jokes aside, like this kind of bangs, it's a pretty good cover of it. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I went down to Nashville. My longtime high school friend uh, is down there in the music business. And I, I said, you know, you've got a studio, you've got all these professional musicians that come in and record what would it look like for me to just go down there and pretend, you know, cause athletes want to be musicians. So what if I could just pretend to be that guy that you would produce music for, and then you could produce it. So we picked a whole bunch of songs and he just happened to pull, you know, from that one. But I actually did that one cause I had a friend on the drums and I wanted him to play uh, something fast on the drums. So we randomly picked that song, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just stuff we do in the off season. You never know what's going to come up in your off seasons. And, uh, and, you know, I keep in touch with high school friends and all that. It's been fun to see where those guys go. So um, yeah, you know, it's fun that you guys have uh, picked up on all that. Well, the people really want to know, are you going to release your cover, the full, the full version of yeah, your cover yeah, on yeah. Spotify, a first date? Is there, is there a mixtape in the vault? People yeah. have asked well, us, yeah. Or multiple covers. Let's go. There, there's, there's no way, first of all, <laughs> no, there, there's no way that would ever get released. Now, if we win a Super Bowl, there's probably a list of things. If we win a Super Bowl, I'll do this, 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 and this. But on that list, let's add, I'll release the songs that we recorded. Okay, there we, we go. Okay. Well, are, are, you a so big Blink, are you a big Blink-182 fan, or is that just a random song? Yeah, it, it, honestly, it's kind of random. I mean, I grew up middle school, high school. Blink-182 is kind of a big deal, but... Uh, but yeah, probably more more the uh, just just a random song. So we have a uh, we have a, a song that we professionally recorded called "Thick Boy Summer." It's a playoff "Hot Girl Summer," <laughs> and uh, it's a full rap song. Us four who are all in here rap terrible rappers. Like, but uh, if the Vikings win a Super Bowl, would you add your own verse to that, or 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 would we yes. would, would we write a new song? Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So yes, we got no, that down. We'll add we'll add the Lombardi verse to it. Yep, and we'll have to play off that. Yes. I think I think that would that I think shit'll go platinum. Win a Grammy. Yeah, it'll probably well, yeah, we'll probably we'll probably have to go to the Grammys. I mean it'll win it'll win a dove award. Yeah, yeah there we yeah. go. Yep. We'll win awards with Kirk Cousins on her track. <laughs> but just imagine this you have a track and then it just says featuring Kirk Cousins. Someone dude, someone wrote a song, a rap song called Kirk Cousins that I listened to today. It was on Spotify. It's by like it's by young, like young Shelvin or something. It's literally called Kirk Cousins. It's called right? Kirk Cousins. It's yeah. very vulgar song. I don't think Ooh. you'd appreciate a lot of the words used in it, which <laughs> is kind of in the locker room. Apparently, there's a rapper out there who's been around for a while named Kirko Bangs. Okay. Oh yeah. So yep. I get called, I get called that a lot in the locker room by the guys. You know, what's up, Kirko? What's up, Kirko Bangs? <laughs> yeah. Kirko. So, um, so I try to lean into that a little bit. Well, you yeah. Well, you go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, obviously, you know, our guy here does an impression of you. Can, can he give an impression of you, and then can you rate his impression? Oh, wait, we we, we got to get a prop for this one. So we got to get oh, a prop. We got a prop. Here. Okay, oh no, on. I this is this is new to me. Oh geez. Oh, oh we gosh. got this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we, got, we got the cinnamon snaps, Kirk. Oh, you know we had them. Prop. 
I still that's yeah. a perfect prop. We we probably bought like four or five boxes <laughs> yeah, last yeah, year. We did. We did a hey, bit. helping the cause. We yeah, did, we, we we did a we did a bit in, in a high V. We went into a high V, and I did like an. <laughs> he was he was dressed as Kirk, and there were just people staring. Oh, there were people at high V, like, oh, is this does this guy actually think he's Kirk or something? The workers were confused. Yeah. They were very he's thrown off, by staring it. at us. But okay, right. so I got the cousin snaps. I'm going to do an impression here, if you if you don't mind. All right. <laughs> yeah. This is this is strange. This is, this is strange. Yes. All right. All right. <laughs> He's I don't gotta know go I can... into character. He's oh, gotta man. find himself. Yeah, yeah. I gotta find Com- myself. Compose here. yourself. Get composed. I by the I am an actor, so Yeah, at this point you are. All right. All right. Well, you know, it was just uh is a combination of things, but uh you know, sometimes we win some, sometimes we lose some, but we'll just go in the next week working hard. But then go home, drink some milk, uh maybe have some pizza ranch. Uh, you know, and I'll, I'll wake up to some cousin Cine snaps tomorrow morning and we'll have a good time and we'll keep going, keep rolling to that Lombardi and let's freaking go. Jake, hit a, bless. hit a, you like that. You like that? Oh, there it is. <laughs> Do you like that? He really, did, he really did instantly switch the, the tone of his voice to my tone with yeah. cadence. I have an, I have an appreciation for, and you have mastered the art of talking for like, 40 seconds and literally just saying nothing it's well, like ah i'm just gonna kind of say nothing and talk for 12 seconds okay yeah. here we go <laughs> i mean have you ever seen a hockey player though they're even better at doing uh, that yeah, like, you, know, uh, you know we just uh we're just out there cycle, cycle, cycling the puck and uh it's, it's an just, art yeah it's an art oh i mean you i mean you guys get asked a lot of the same things over and over i i don't know how you guys do it how you you know and some of these questions are like you know the answer to it why are you even asking yeah. What's going through your head out there in that play? In How do you moment? feel about losing the game? Well, I'm not very happy about it. Not happy about it. I don't think anybody is. Well, who... I'm glad you guys can empathize with it. Yeah. yeah, even though we're not professional athletes, but we can empathize with it or empathize with it. Yeah, well, and going back to just your banter with journalists, I, I know there was a guy who interviewed you after a game uh, last season, and he, he tried to say it's unlike you to throw deep balls down the field. And, and you said, quote, I mean, if you know what you're talking about, you can go back and watch seven years of me playing and know that there's a lot of times that the ball goes a long way in the air. You just totally dunked on that guy. And I think his voice was like going throughout the stadium. So all the people that were still in the stadium could hear it too. Like you just, you just shredded that guy. It was, it was incredible. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes the, the, um, you know, the question kind of has a meaning behind it. And sometimes you just have to answer acknowledging that maybe the question wasn't totally on on point <laughs> or he or he didn't he didn't watch a single minute of you before today <laughs> like oh hey you know i've been playing for seven years have you seen all games you can't make that assumption <laughs> journalism so, journalism 101 we're the journalists right yes 100 percent. kirk you, you're rocking a beard right now it looks fantastic i think the people really want to know though are you going to be rocking it during the season because i think people like bearded kirk it might be worth a shot yeah, my my wife uh, has told me that she prefers the beard, not too long, not too short, just kind of a subtle beard. So that's really why I do it. But um, in the off season, sometimes I'll, you know, change it up just on a whim. But yeah, the beard's probably my my staple. You know, it's just a subtle beard. Well, what goes into a well-groomed beard? How do you maintain that? Give right. us some tips, because look at us. Yes. We, can, we can barely grow them right now, yeah. so yeah. help us out. <laughs> yeah, I look homeless when I try. Yeah, doesn't look good. So so genetics help, but, uh, yeah. you know, I, I honestly would love to hear Jake maybe just riff a little bit oh. as me talking about my beard. 
Oh, gosh. Yeah, Jake, what do you do? Yeah. Uh, you know, put on some... <laughs> oh, man. Put on some beard oil every morning and, uh, you know, just trim it, trim it up a little bit and, you know... Just make sure you have enough on there to give you a little bit of a milk stash, you know, whenever you drink some milk and uh, just have a good time. And it's really just about maintaining growth and, and a lot of dedication. It's a combination of factors, really, uh, that go into that growth with, with the beard. God bless. <laughs> oh, my God. I love the, the tagline of God bless. I think the first time I saw the video, that really was what got me. <laughs> I, I, I don't get it either. How, no how did idea. that start? How did the God bless at the end start? Did you just Dude. do it the first video and it kept going? So I think the first, first ever like recording of me doing a video was in like spring, like in my house, cut in corn or like quarantined by COVID, can't do anything. And <laughs> I I just put a Facebook post about excited for the upcoming year or something. I don't know. And some guy named Bob. Remember Bob? Oh, this yeah. This guy named Bob. Tough to be Bob. You're not Kirk. <laughs> Screw you, Kirk. You're not Kirk. And then I put out like another video. You know, I just hope I wish for the best for you. God bless you. God bless Kirk Cousins. And I think that's just where it started. And the, but the guy would not stop commenting. You guys, this is not Kirk Cousins. You guys think you got a video from him? Or he, something? He was probably going to call the cops and say like identity th- like theft. Yeah, it's I'm like surprised it took you two years to do it with how much you look like me. I mean, that was that was two seasons in, so I'm surprised it didn't start much sooner. Hold on, can we get like you, Kirk Cousins? You would think that Jake looks like Kirk Cousins, right? Like we have that confirmation. I think so. There we That's go. all we need. That's, That's all, all we, we need. need. So now I tell people when I say like, oh, I I apparently look like Kirk Cousins. Say no, you don't at all. Well, I should just have this. T- I should have this recording yes. saved on <laughs> yes. my phone, ready to yeah, go. Have Show it, them. have it ready every single hey, time. Well, I think this person, uh, you know, begs to differ. So this is this is like this is the definitive answer to this question because like there's so like I didn't think so for years. Like I think I think right when your name was being thrown around as being the potential guy to come in in 2017 20, or 2018, this I just remember I was I was still going to the U and I was like working or something. And some guy was just staring at me that I work with. I'm like, hey man, what's going on? He's like, you look like Kirk Cousins. And then I'm like, oh, never heard that before. And then the next day, I was in class and some one of my classmates is just staring at me. I'm like, dude, what what like. Oh, is there something wrong? He's like, anyone tell you you look like Kirk Cousins? I'm like, that's two days in a row now. Well, and then Paul Paul Allen said it too when we talked cool. to him for the first time, like just a few months after we got started, we interviewed him, and he goes, "What's going on? Guy on the left kind of looks like Kirk Cousins." Like that's the Cousins, first thing he said on? to us. Hey, you've talked to Paul a lot, right, Kirk? I I, I tell P I call him P A. I tell I tell P A he looks like Michael McDonald. Oh. <laughs> he grew out his hair, you know, oh. and uh, he's been looking like Michael McDonald, but. Uh, but yeah, I mean, as long as I am signing these contracts to come back to Minnesota, your days of getting mistaken for me are are going to continue. Well, well th- there was a lot of stuff in the air, obviously, recently about where you would end up. But we're super glad it's in Minnesota. But I think Jake already made uh, made a decision that no matter where you go, the rest of the the rest of your career, he's going to be following you and he's going to yeah. become a fan of that team. Yeah. If if you ever play anywhere else, uh, make sure you get a house that has a guest house because he's probably going to have to live in it. With you. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I, I, well, what was the joke? Like, if you if you were hypothetically traded, it would be Kirk Cousins traded alongside guy who looks like. Like him mm-hmm. yeah. traded to wherever people were That's calling into K fan that were yeah. like, Yeah, can we get rid of Kirk and that guy from Twitter too? Like, just this absolute <laughs> hater, like, hates Jake too. It's just hilarious. He has nothing to do with hey, it. Hater, haters, if you attach yourself to me, you're gonna have to deal with some haters too. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, I, well, one of the questions I wanted to ask you is like, you you do have a lot of haters. I I do as well, you know, because we go hand in hand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> Um, you have a lot of haters, and 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 like I, I don't know why. Uh, you're a very genuine dude. Obviously, I know because I am you also. Correct. Um, <laughs> but uh, but I mean, what what are your message to the haters if there are any listening in right now? <laughs> I don't have a message to anybody, but I I would just say that you know winning winning kind of trumps everything. So when you win, you know Vikings fans are going to be happy, and and when you're not winning or when you didn't win enough you know, there's always going to be disappointment. And so, you know, it kind of sums it up. And that's why, you know, it's so important that we go get that Lombardi. There we say. go. Nope. You know, let's frick, let's freaking do it. Was that the hashtag? About. Yeah, let's freaking do it. I love the hashtag. I know, right? It's still aggressive, but it's still clean enough to like be spread around to everybody. Everybody mm-hmm. can shoot. That was kind of an inside joke because Tom obviously just announced he's coming back and he's always, you know, LFG, LFG. That's yes. kind of his thing. Yeah. That's his podcast and, name, uh, yeah. And, uh, and so that just come out and, um, you know, my teammates, they always joke that I, I say Frick, you know, yeah. <laughs> Cause I got, I got, we're uh, like week one or week two of the season last year in practice. And we're, uh, I'm, I'm in a practice rep on Wednesday or Thursday. And we had a, a, a lineman who kind of stomped down as he was, as he was pass blocking and stomped right on my leg, like right on my leg, like cleat right into the ankle, uh. like really just not, like I still have a little scar there. Not, not a great feeling. And as I threw it, I just screamed like, frick. <laughs> and I think it was Harrison Smith. Somebody came up to me after practice and was like, you know what? I was honestly more impressed with the fact that you said frick in the moment and not anything worse. So that's kind of become my thing. So, yeah, I just had to, you know, in LFG with Tom Brady, I just said, you know what? We'll just keep it on brand with let's freaking go. We we almost need to have a comparison between you and Philip Rivers mic'd up with how with how many times <laughs> yeah. you can avoid saying a swear word with oh, something else because his his favorite was like dang nabbit yeah like galled on it so you know like <laughs> you know it, it's impressive I I I'm almost like Ricky from Trailer Park Boys I can't talk without swearing sometimes so yeah. it's impressive that you're able to sub those words out especially after going through tremendous pain yeah did that take Philip a while got me beat. Phillips got me beat. I'll uh, I'll let one slip now and then for sure. But uh, there's no doubt Phillips got the dog on. It's going pretty good. Ah, oh, dog it. He's trained. Did that well, take a while for you to not actually swear? Did you actually have to practice at not swearing, or has it come a little bit more naturally <laughs> to you? Yeah, like what were you like in college? Well, I think high school, college, I was pretty PG. Oh, and it's probably just over the years, just you know, as you get older, maybe it gets a little more PG thirteen. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but you know, you try to you try to have control over as best you can, obviously. Hey, Kirk, you're you're really well known for obviously the phrase "you like that." Um, can mm-hmm. you kind of give us the backstory of that whole story and the situation? Yeah, I rarely tell the whole story, but I think we got time. We and got you guys time. Sound like a cool group. So, yeah. uh, so yeah, you're in a safe have- space. I mean, you're talking to, to you right yeah, now. Yeah, right. You're, you're looking in the yourself. mirror. Yeah. I uh, uh, had a roommate my first two years in the NFL, Tom Compton, and one of the, like, the bits we would do with each other among many was uh, like if he came back with a pizza, I'd look at him as he's just walking in with a pizza, and I'd be like, you love pizza. And he'd just say, like, I do. I love pizza. And it would just always go on, like, you love this. You like that. You love this. We just said it all the time. And I, so then I kind of just – became habit. And I started doing it at practice when I would hit a big throw or make a big play of some kind with the guys. I'd look back at the coaches and I'd say, it, you know, you like that. And everyone kind of looked like that's a really dorky way to celebrate, <laughs> but okay. And I mean, the defense, 
defense, you know, also would kind of not like that I would do that, but we just kind of gave it back and forth to each other. And, um, and so it was kind of ingrained in me for a while. So then when I did it against the Buccaneers after the game in the, in the tunnel, I didn't think anything of it because I had been doing it for a while just to my own teammates and friends and stuff. But, um, but then when, when obviously when it went everywhere, uh, I was like, Oh, okay. People, people took that, uh, to be pretty funny. And, uh, and then from there, yeah, it just, it's kind of always followed me no matter where I go. Well, what about the, uh, the, Ooh, wee, <laughs> what's the origin that of that? Started, that started with Quentin Dunbar, who was a corner, uh, in Washington, he would always say in the locker room, like he's playing cards or whatever, he would say it. And I just thought it was hilarious. And so I kind of picked it up from him. And I, that one, I can't really claim as original, but uh, obviously it, it, it took on a deal of its own. I think you've inspired me to do something new. I think on the golf course this summer, anytime I just stick one close or I drop a putt or I hit a big tee shot, I'm just going to look at everyone I'm playing with and just scream you like that at you them. Like yell to the point where everybody else on the and other then, fairways then, can yeah. hear you. And then they're going to be like, what are you doing? I'll be like, you don't know the story. Yeah, <laughs> but, I I, but, I, but I know the story. Yes. <laughs> you don't get it. I love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kirk, who do you think the funniest guy is on the Minnesota Vikings? Funniest guy in the Minnesota Vikings, man, I got to think about this. Um, Dalvin Cook's really funny. Dalvin's really funny. Uh, you know, he, he'll trash talk in practice in like a humorous way that has us rolling. Um, so he's kind of the first name that comes to mind. Um, everybody has their quirks, you know, so you kind of get to know guys and what they like, what they don't like, their pet peeves, and you kind of like to needle them. Yeah. And then it's just so funny to see how guys respond and kind of have, have their quirks. But uh, if I, I'll say Dalvin, it'll be the answer I'll give you. What's uh what's your pet peeve? Is there anything that like players like really kind of bother you, like purposely try to bother you with or ignore you? Um, well, so Adam Thielen will piss me off during walkthroughs because he'll always joke, you know, Kirk, I'm ADD. I got to, you know, so he'll go on walkthrough. He'll go walk through his route you know, and then I'm trying to get the next play run and he's walking back and he's chatting with the DB, you know, they're just talking, having a good time. And I'm like, Adam, we're going dice, right. You know, three jet Z drive, whatever it may be. And he's like still talking. I'm like, Adam, we're going <laughs> dice, right. Three jet Z drive. So he, he kind of knows that we got that thing and walk through where I can get a um, little bit OCD, a little bit anal. I want to get these plays run. I want them to be run as fast as possible and see if we can run more than's on the script. And he's kind of enjoying the social time and, you know, getting back to the huddle. So I always give him a hard time for that. He probably sees that and is like, I'm going to keep, keep talking to this DB. Right you got to You got <laughs> to get pissed. Let's keep going. How excited are you to work with Kevin O'Connell? And is it true that you were behind the scenes trying to pull some strings to get him to be the head coach? Because that's what a lot of reports that's said. What they say. Kevin O'Connell, acronym cock. Cock. K-O-C. 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 The, the big cock. That's the right. other... Uh, yeah. That's the other... Uh, a uh, bit I like in your impersonation of me. I think that's tremendous. But uh, uh, no, no, I wasn't. No, that's that's again going back to you know journalism. I think sometimes uh, you know it makes for a good tweet, makes for a good story, makes for good news in the middle of February when maybe it's harder to get Vikings football news. But uh, no, that that wasn't the case. But uh, obviously, feel good about him as the head coach, uh, and, and just as importantly, his staff. You know, it's hard for a head coach in and of themselves to 
really set the direction for everything. I mean, they, they need a great staff around him. Kevin knows that. And I think he has brought in a great staff for coach Donatel on defense. I really like the scheme that they're going to run and the way he's going to lead that unit. Um, you know, coach Wes Phillips on offense and kind of the, 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 the offensive staff we've got. So feel good about it, but um, you know, all the work's out ahead of us now and we got to start uh, learning this, this system and getting it to where it's second nature. You know, speaking of rumor BS, I remember when people were like, they hired Kevin O'Connell. They're like, oh yeah, they hired O'Connell. Kirk's out. He wanted him out in 2017 when he was the quarterback's coach. I'm like, where are you getting that? <laughs> like people just love spewing so it much. Was, it was the same. We got put through the same song and dance with Kirill Kaprizov. All summer people were saying he wasn't going to get re-signed to the wild, that he was going to go here, do this. KHL. The amount of people who just say things to say things and are horribly wrong. It's just like, you can't trust anything anymore. Yeah. I don't, I've learned not to trust it. I kinda, <laughs> yeah. You can't, you know, obviously when you, when you know the truth of, for, you know, obviously the last 15 years when you count college, and you know what's really going on. And then you see what's out there you, and the disconnect. Sometimes you just got to, you got to smile and laugh. What's yeah. it like living with that constant spotlight on you? Honestly, um, we, we just blend in a lot. I mean, we, we, um, we understand the pressure, you know, obviously that's, that's what you live with is the expectations uh, talking about how you got to win. And it's all about winning a world championship and, small margin for error and all those things. I mean, you live with that tension at work and as you prepare and, and uh, you know, you feel that all year long. I mean, I'm, there's nights where I'm home from work, giving my kids a bath, getting them ready for bed, but I can just feel that yeah. the tension of Sunday's coming and, and are we going to be ready? Right. Uh, but, you know, in the off season, you, you kind of unplug, get away, which I think is good and keeps you balanced. And uh, you just try to blend in and, and just um, kind of enjoy just being a dad, being a husband, you know, going out, playing golf, playing tennis, getting together with your buddies and, um, you know, just like, just like anyone else. Yeah. Well, and we were, we were DMing, uh, your account, which is ran by your wife. She was great. She helped us get a lot of these questions. She said, talk to him about, uh, jamming out to Disney with the kids in, in the truck. Yeah. Uh, what would you say is your, is your favorite Disney song that, uh, that you love to listen to with the kids? You know, that's a great question because I've got so many and we just got into uh, Encanto on Disney Plus, oh, the, new, uh, the new Disney movie. So that's got some great songs by Lin-Manuel Miranda. So my boys and I have enjoyed listening to that soundtrack lately. But uh, yeah, you know, when my boys started wanting to listen to music in the car, you know, I grew up a big Disney fan in general. So I just made a little Disney playlist with all the Disney songs that I knew. And and we've you know run that through many, many, many times on rides in my truck. So uh uh, they know all the songs now too, and uh, and I'm so excited to kind of as they get older, kind of gradually show them all the Disney movies that I grew up watching, and including Mighty Ducks, of course. Yeah, That's well, obviously yeah, a must classic when they get older. So, well, and um, uh, yeah, it, admittedly, you're not the only guy here who's listened to a Disney song in his truck. I think, I think <laughs> in my truck, Let It Go came on one time. I don't know how it got on the shuffle, but I admittedly I didn't skip it. You got to leave it, it go. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I'm, I was driving. I have an F one fifty. I think you you're a Ford guy too, right? Yeah, I got a Ford from a from a Zimbrota Ford and got an F one fifty. Absolutely. Shout out! I actually, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's awesome. So we we both have Fords. We're both Ford guys, and uh, yeah, I did listen to Disney once. So we got that one in common. <laughs> I unfortunately have a Chevrolet, uh, so I'm apparently not fully Kirk. So <laughs> that's just how it is. We're gonna have to My trade. Bad. We have to trade vehicles. We have to trade vehicles so we can be aligned with everything. But. I, love it. I lost my keys on Saturday, so I don't have keys for mine. Oh, You're yeah, going to have to figure that, that out. We heard, found out. Yeah, that's right. You lost your keys. I did lose well, my it's keys on Saturday. Brand. It's all right. It's, it's all right. right. It's on brand. 
Well, uh, speaking of being, you know, uh, you know, fans of Disney music, we also, you know, know or we've heard through the grapevine that you're also big fans of Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. So I know there's a few questions that need to be dis- you yeah. know, be answered about this the hard hitters. situation here. First off, what trilogy or franchise or series is better, Lord of the Rings or Star Wars? I will pick Lord of the Rings yes. every time. That's my personal personal preference. The extended the extended edition. <laughs> the extended edition is very good. The director's cut. Um, you know, I don't know what it is. I just prefer the um, I prefer the vibe. Maybe it's more just the nature scenes, whatever. I don't know what it is, but I, I prefer. Yeah, if I'm gonna sit down and watch them, I'll do Lord of the Rings. Dude, that's hilarious because like, isn't Lord of the Rings some of your favorite movies? It's like, probably like my favorite like franchise. Like, Dude, like, you yeah. you literally are this man. Yeah, like. The ironic thing too is you have a cousin who pitches for the Brewers, Jake Cousins, right? That's His right. name is Jake. He's he's even referred to himself before as Jake Cousins. I think it was is it your Twitter name? I changed it as a bit <laughs> back in the spring. Uh I probably should change it back cuz that's probably really weird. But <laughs> but back in the spring, like we were, it was after one of our softball games and someone showed me, "Yo, Kirk's Kirk's cousin Jake is pitching for the Twins." Brewers, 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 yeah. For the Brewers, my bad. He should be pitching for the Twins, by the way. That'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, I'm like, oh, wow. And I'm, I had a couple beers. I'm like, oh, this is great. You know, my name's Jake. So I changed my name on Twitter to Jake Cousins. And I'm like, and now thinking back on it, I'm like, I probably should change that. I think there was one guy that thought I was actually your brother because <laughs> he was DMing cousin, me. Cousin, yeah. your, your, your cousin, sorry. Oh, that makes sense, too. Jake Cousins, Cousins. It's great. I love Word it. Play, it's a yeah. great bit. Plays it well. hits on a lot of levels. Yeah, the material, there's... the material I'm giving you, I should be getting some kind of kickbacks. Uh... Well, well, no, he's he's got an idea about that. There's an exchange here that could happen. Oh yeah, so well, you know, when you're de- when you don't want to do anything in public, or you, while you're in Florida with the kids, and there still needs to be in person media correspondence going on, I can I can fill in. I can be that guy. I can do in person stuff. Some people don't know the difference. I can be like the, the, the double, the Kirk double. I'm all for it. Why don't you just do like a weekly show on K-Fan and you can just be me? Yeah, and then some people will think it's actually you and we, you know, let's let's do it. <laughs> so we can, I, we can work it out. I, ironically enough, uh, we <laughs> we have a show on K-Fan Plus every Saturday and we're on the main station this week. But we were at the Minnesota State Fair and uh, Justin, oh, Gar- yeah. Justin Gard had us on and he literally, we, we were at the state fair in front of a bunch of people and he said, yeah, we got our Kirk Cousins on the show, which is like kind of like our parody one. And he was legitimately interviewing Jake, pretending to be you in front of like a crowd of people at the state fair. So it's not out of the realm of possibility. And there were people to speak more to that. There were people off to the side that were to the left of the booth that couldn't fully see me. And I guess there were people over there, and someone told me after the show that was watching it, they walked in front. They're like, oh, that's not Kirk, and they just walked away. <laughs> like, they were just so confused. I'm like, yeah, that's what's going to Next time, happen. when you guys, uh, when you do that next year at the State Fair, you got to let me know. Hopefully, I could be there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I start yeah, yeah. doing it, and then you step in, whoa, who's this guy? What's going on? And then we do like a, 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 well, I shouldn't say that, Kirk off. Uh, we're... It's it's only bad if your mind thinks of it. Yes, no, we're we're you, we try that's, to turn that's 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 their fault. Who's the real Kirk? Who's the who's the real Kirk? By asking into like very specific detailed questions, and the crowd can determine who's the real Kirk Cousins. I like that. I like it, that. It would be it would be super biased to be like, who was the third touchdown you threw to 
in your sophomore year of high school, and then we'll have the answers, and you'll be like, I don't know, and Jacob will be like, oh, yeah, it was this guy. Yeah. And then everyone will just think that he's the real Kirk Cousins by the end Who of it. Who did you play on November 5th, 2011? The Minnesota Golden Gophers. <laughs> sure, that's true, no, too. No, I think, I think it was, yeah. Sure, no remembers <laughs> that. No. Uh, what are your thoughts, Kirk, on the NFL OT rules? I know that's been a, a kind of a controversial subject. A lot of people say that it, it comes down to the coin toss. Um, w- w- would you prefer to see it the way it is, or would you like to see it in more of a college shootout sense? You know, I think the challenge with college is it kind of doesn't become a shootout. It becomes like a kicking contest a little bit because you get the ball to 25-yard line. And NFL kickers are so good that you would just go back and forth kicking field goals or uh, you know, whatever it may be for a long time. So I don't know that the college model is a great answer. I, I agree with the fact that it's tough sometimes when you lose the coin toss and then the game's over and you never get the ball. Um, I think it's interesting because when we lost to the Ravens in overtime, uh, they won the toss. We got a turnover. We stopped them. We get the ball. We go three and out. They get the ball back and go down and, and kick a field goal and win. And so nobody says that's unfair because we got one possession, they got two, but because we got one, everyone thinks it's fair. And it's like, well, they still get another possession because they won the toss. You know, if we had won the toss and it was the other way around, we get two possessions. So Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, a coin toss affects regulation too. I mean, when you lose or win the toss, you're probably going to get an extra possession at some point in the game. So as the sample size gets larger, the, the um, concern over how many possessions you got drops, but, you know, I think it's just a part of the game. When you flip a coin, it's going to affect how many possessions you get. How often for the um, original coin toss do you talk about that with your team? Like, do you all, like, if you win the coin toss, do you always defer? Kind of, What's your process with that? Yeah, the head coach always kind of tells a couple team captains who are going out for the toss what he wants as far as, hey, if we win, more importantly than even, you know, we'll take the ball or, or a defer or whatever is um, – you know, which goal you want to defend, which direction you want to go. And with the wind, that can be really important with the weather and things. So, um, but yeah, most of the time, most all the time it's defer and then know which way you're kicking. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, you, you want to win the toss, you know, we feel like it not only helps you in the first half, but, but the second half is really where it, where it shows up. For people who are so upset about a coin toss, we'll just go back to what the XFL was in uh, 19, whatever, when, uh, two people would start in the same end zone and run at the ball to try to get it first. And I specifically remember the first, the first guy to do it like tore his ACL and was out for the season. And they're trying to be like different or like more safe. Well, maybe back then that version of the XFL was crazy, but I know the newer version was trying to be safer and stuff, but that'd be interesting. The NFL to implement that for people who hate coin tosses. There you go. And Kirk would be quarterback versus court versus starting quarterback. Right. So you'd be the guy (laughs) running out there to try to grab the ball. The uh, uh, the rule change that was interesting at the Pro Bowl that they've tried the last couple of years is um, when you when I think it was when we scored, you had the chance um, after you kick the extra point or go for two or whatever, instead of kicking off, you can uh, start, at, I believe, your own 20 or 25, and it's essentially fourth and 15. And if you get the first down, you can keep going. They were trying to compare it to an onside kick, and it's fourth and 15. Mm-hmm is the odds of making that converting that and keeping the ball about the same as an onside kick, or is it slightly more likely? And if it's slightly more likely, does that make it a little more exciting? So that's a rule that I think, you know, would be interesting to see if there's a way instead of onside kicking at the end of the game to get the ball back and make the game close, you know, cause you create something like that. 
But in the Pro Bowl, it really didn't work because receivers aren't running full speed. And, you know, it's just it isn't a great place to test run it because of the uh, the style of the game. Have you been working on any new touchdown dances? People, it went super viral when you did the gritty. Of course, when you did your dead arm dance, people love that. Yeah, you got to bring back the dead arm of dance. Of course. Can you, is there anything in the future for Kirk Cousins in terms of touchdown celebrations that we can expect? Oh, I mean, I have nothing for you right now. I, honestly, every time I've done something, it's usually because of an inside joke with a teammate. The dead arm dance was Adam before the game talking in the locker room about his dances back at uh, Mankato State. And then, uh, <laughs> The gritty, obviously, everybody on the team's doing that when we score because of what Justin brought and, and all that. So um, if teammates have good ideas, I'm all ears. I'll put it that way. Irv, Irv Smith. Irv Smith has a uh, a little dance for me that, I, that I've tried. And I guess when Irv got hurt, we didn't have him last year. I didn't show it at all. And I also don't know that I ran for a touchdown last year. But uh, next year... I'm going to be ready with the Irv Smith dance. There we go. All right. I got, I got, I got a stunt though, for if you ever get a touchdown, I don't know how this would work uh, specifically, um, but you oh, <laughs> I God. somehow, no, no, hear me out. You somehow, somewhat, some way, if you score a touchdown, I don't know if you, if it's a rushing touchdown or it could be, you know, a passing touchdown, whatever. Somehow someone runs out there, gives you the, I am Kirk Cousins sign and you hold it up. He just holds it up. And then everybody's, um, I am I am not against that at all and I'm telling you when you did that when you went to the game just put the sign over your head and just stood there really I don't even know what your facial expression was you were just kind of (laughs) he was mean mugging he didn't even smile caught you I I looked at Brian O'Neill across the huddle and we both just cracked (laughs) up I mean it was just it's my kind of humor so it just resonates with me Oh. It's just so strange. I, I made it at like midnight on Christmas. I got home from like my parents or family and I'm like, I just write, it was kind of like all of our ideas, but I'm like writing this. I'm like, this is, this is a drunken idea. It's, this ain't going to work. You could see too on the sign. It was like angled. So like oh, he, it was he, a he, very he was, basic sign. <laughs> no, on the back, no. I screwed up. Like yes. I said, I am Kurt Coot, C-O-U. And I, I totally messed that up. And like the back was just crap. The front was still like the work of a five-year-old, but I at least got your name on the entire sheet. So it was, it was an A for effort going back to the touchdown dances. We'll check in on training camp and see where you're at with that. I think there won't be a lot of other journalists. there asking that question. So we'll make sure to make sure to hit that one. That's the, that's going to be the top news story. That's what the people want. That's what the people want. That's what what we're here to report. We're real journalists. We want to know, what is Kirk thinking about in terms of touchdown dances when he does score a touchdown? Yeah. Some haters, oh, no, he's never, we're never going to see it because he's never going to score a touchdown. Well, F you. you know? Oh, yeah. Look at that. You even, you even suppressed the F word. I did. I have to. You're becoming Frick him. You. Frick Frick you. You. There you oh, go. Oh, man. Uh, really quick. So uh, we've heard that your neighbors are Minnesota nice, that they're the most Minnesota nice people. Uh, what, 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 is, what is that kind of like or, or what makes them Minnesota nice? We have un believable neighbors. Uh, we live in Inver Grove on a, on a nice cul-de-sac. Um, I sound like I'm answering this question. I sound like when Jake <laughs> answering a question. So kudos uh, to Jake, but yeah, <laughs> but we love it. Uh, we're like 10 minutes from the facility. And obviously when we bought the house, you have no awareness of who your neighbors are, but the last four years, I mean, we've got neighbors across the cul-de-sac that uh, they help, you know, shovel our driveway. They help repair stuff when it breaks. Their boys come over and play with our boys. We've got another family that when my wife leaves town, they'll help, you know, make meals for me so I can be well-fed going into games. And uh, I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I just, 
I've never had neighbors like this in my life. And so we've said that someday when I'm done playing in Minnesota, it's going to be really difficult to leave our neighborhood and our cul-de-sac because of how great the people are that, that live on our street. Yeah, it sounds like you got way better neighbors than us. Ours just, every time we're outside, they stare at us. I mean, it, it happened to be that, like, the first weekend we moved in, we were playing football in the backyard. That was Friendsgiving Day. There may yes. have been, yeah, yeah, the same day as the, the grace. Uh, there may have been some fireball mixed into football. That might have solicited a few looks. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll, we'll get we'll get to know him eventually. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll just have Jake go out there and just say he's you, and then they'll be right. like, oh, cool, like, we're surrounded by a celebrity. Yeah, there yeah. we go. They won't know the difference. If they're, <laughs> I feel like the older people, which I think we're surrounded by some older people, and you know, nothing against them, but for whatever reason, at least on Facebook, they think a lot of them think I am Kirk Cousins. They genuinely believe it. Very, very strangely, very yeah. strangely. Did we did we ask uh, Kirk about his Pro Bowl? We haven't. Oh well, no. I was gonna I was gonna ask. I, I'm just I'm just like I know we've been asking a lot, but I want to ask about the. You were in Vegas for the Pro Bowl. That had to be an amazing time. We're actually going to Vegas on Wednesday for March Madness. Any advice from from Kirk, from the real Kirk Cousins on what what on Vegas? What's your take on Vegas? Yeah, I'll give you some tips. Um, so we did something really cool. You know, at the Mall of America, they have Flyover America and Flyover Canada. Have you ever done that? I don't think so. Um, Maybe that's just something that uh, that dads like me do. But, Jake, you need to get over there and maybe you even do a little bit there on how enjoyable it was to do Flyover America and Flyover Canada. But there's Flyover Las Vegas that's on the Strip, and it's even better. So as, as great as the Mall of America one is, the one in Vegas is even better. So you got to do that. And, uh, and then obviously you got to hit up a casino. Uh, got to go to a good restaurant. We went to Capitol Grill on the Strip. It was pretty good. Uh, I'd recommend it. And okay. then um, I'll that up to you a bit. Yeah. You know, that was, that was about it. I think that was, you know, kind of what we did is walked around the Strip, got to see the fountains. I think the fountains go like every half hour or something. They Bellagio. do the show. Yep. Bellagio. Yep. So that's, that's fun to see at night. And uh, there's a cool area where the NFL had a little party, um, but I can't think of the name of the area, but it was, it was a cool spot. There was like an In-N-Out burger there. It was like a really, just off the strip. It was like a little cool um, back alley area with a lot of cool restaurants and shops. So uh, I know that doesn't really help, but if you find that area, I think, you'll know, I think oh, you're thinking, are you thinking about, are you thinking about Fremont street? I'm it, not sure. Was there, was there, the was there like a big light show on top of the alley? With the- I don't know about a light show, but okay. uh, you're probably thinking the same spot. It's like runs okay. perpendicular trip. It's a pretty cool spot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we will have fun. We were there last year, but we're that we were only there for a couple of days at a time. We're always looking for new stuff to do. Is that flyover America? Is that like like, like an what exhibit? Is, yeah. It's an exhibit. Is, yeah. is that like? So you yeah. you basically are in like a movie theater of sorts, like an IMAX movie theater, and you're on a seat that makes you feel like you're in a hang glider. Oh yeah, I'm looking at pictures. Is, of this. This you, is yeah, sweet. it's like a virtual reality thing where you feel like you're flying, but you're just sitting in a chair, and uh, uh, it's a really cool experience. So they have it flyover Vegas. They have a uh, flyover Vegas, whatever it's called, and they have flyover Iceland. Random, right? But you definitely have to do flyover Iceland. It was really cool. Yeah, that that exhi- you spoke you spoke of that that was at the Mall of America. That was probably a hell of a lot better exhibit than us going to the Mirror Maze a couple weeks ago. Yeah, the Mirror Maze is not as cool as you think it might be. No, <laughs> we went in there. Yeah, that was yeah, that was kind of confusing, but also just like really boring. <laughs> yeah. We we're like, oh, this is gonna be crazy. We got out of there in two minutes. Like this is stupid. Yeah. But 
Yeah, I, I could have told you that. Got to do flyover America. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're we're gonna do it. We'll 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 do it in Vegas too. Flyover Vegas. That sounds like fun. Hit up the Capitol Grill <laughs> for some steaks. We'll get the full Kirk experience in Las Vegas. Yeah. So, yep. And then we'll play the Pro Bowl the next day. We'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll, right, we'll, yeah. We'll, right. We'll break in Allegiant Stadium and be yep. like, no, no, I'm Kirk. I'm here to play the Pro Bowl and get yep. arrested because, you know. <laughs> yeah, we, but, yeah. We Kirk, gotta do uh, last question for me. I just want to know, what, what's been your favorite moment as an NFLer so far? I think winning the playoff game in New Orleans by a long shot. I mean, to, uh, you know, nobody gave us a chance to win that game. Uh, obviously, they were a really good football team that year. They went 13-3. and three. I think they had the, the two-seed or the three seed maybe, but they were a really good team. And um, to go down there and beat them in overtime, kind of on a walk-off type play, um, you know, that was the loudest stadium I've ever played in. Um, so that, that was, that was special. And, you know, hopefully up ahead, there's a few more playoff wins that'll, that'll trump it. Well, you said it's the loudest you played in, but how sweet was that silence after you've completed the game winning touchdown to Kyle Rudolph? Honestly, there's so many times in away games where I get confused as to what happened. Is it good for us? Is it bad for us? Because the cheers, you know, I, I just usually you expect if nobody's cheering, did something bad happen? And you realize, no, that's good for us. <laughs> the opposite is true sometimes at home games where I remember, you know, because like there'll be a lot of Packer fans sometimes that find their way into our home stadium. And so when Rodgers hit that pass against us last year with like two minutes left, I was looking down at our plays. And he hits that pass and I hear our crowd or hear the crowd go loud. I'm like, did we just end the game? Did we just make a play? And I look up and it's the receiver running for a touchdown. And I'm like, oh man. So the crowd can kind of trick you on the road and at home because you never quite know. Those damn Packer fans, man. Hey, I, I heard it's much. the same way though in Lambo. It is the Minnesota yes. and, Vikings yeah. fans. And, and the, the Packer fans oh, yeah. in Lambo are actually extremely friendly to Vikings fans. Like we were we were there a few years ago. And are they though? They were, dude. They get they'll like give you shots and stuff in the tailgate. It believe it or not, people think that if you go to Green Bay as a Vikings fan, you get torn apart. It's the exact opposite, which is weird. I feel like it's the you know, Midwest. One of the great nice. things about playing for the Vikings is the uh, the way our fan base travels. I mean, when we go to Arizona, we go to LA, we go to Florida to play Tampa or something. It's unbelievable how much purple there is in the stadium. I love it so much, and um, not many teams have that. I mean, you, you, we know from playing at US Bank how most teams don't travel. It's all purple. So when you go on the road and you see twenty five percent. Vikings fans, I mean, it makes a difference. Yeah, we'll be going to the game in Buffalo, actually. We're so gonna, we'll be there to support you. We're going to do Bill's Mafia. Yeah, you might, you may see a Kirk uh, doing a video of potentially jumping on a table that's on fire <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> before a game. So I don't know if you've Very seen good. any of those videos, but they're, uh, th- that fan base is insane. The Buffalo fans it's, it's go unreal. nuts. Yeah. But we'll be out there. Uh, one more question before we wrap this up. I got right. a very important question, Kirk. What is your favorite pizza place? Well, I mean, Pizza Ranch. Yes. Yes. Is my spot. The problem was during COVID, you know, they, they obviously with social distancing and everything for a while, it was shut down, which was tough. But uh, back and running now, and uh, uh, I just don't think you can beat it. I mean, I grew up going there as a kid. We visited my grandparents in Iowa and just had the best memories there. And, uh, and then through high school, we would always go there after baseball games, high school baseball games and stuff. So uh, it was kind of always been this thing. Like we love pizza ranch growing up. And so then to come here to Minnesota and have a pizza ranch, it was just the perfect, uh, perfect fit. It was very, um, very serendipitous to get to Minnesota and be able to play in a market that had a pizza ranch. Well, well we, there's, there's nothing better than an endless buffet. Cause you can just literally eat until you don't want to anymore. Oh man. Exactly. Well, we love, we love the commercials. You had to have won an award for those commercials. 
Yeah, that was. Yeah, eight, I think that I'm was... still waiting on like a daytime Emmy or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's in the mail. Maybe it got lost in the mail. I like, don't know. What, what's the what's the best item at Pizza Ranch? Uh dessert pizza by yep. far. Yeah, yeah like the the apple cinnamon the with like bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. With the icing, but the fried chicken, the roasted chicken is uh, whatever it is is really really good. And uh, and I mean, I've been known to dip into the soup and salad bar too. So, oh yeah, you know, I, 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 you're, an, well. you're an athlete. You got to yeah. you got you got to dip into the healthy side a little bit. Well, I know. That's right. I think in twenty twenty twenty, I think we went to Pizza Ranch after a game, and Wait. I took a picture <laughs> in front of Pizza Ranch. I'm like, "There's a cousins here from Pizza Ranch." Yeah, there was a bit and, there too. Yeah, we could maybe send that picture over. Maybe we could find it. But yeah, yeah, we love the Pizza Ranch. That's what we love. Love Pizza Ranch. All right. Well, Kirk, thanks so much for joining us. Before you go, we just have one little signature uh, segment we do here on It's a Bit called the Rapid Fire. We're just going to ask you 10 questions as fast as you can go and just answer them without thinking. Ready to play? Ready to go. Let's do it. All right. So you're on a deserted island and you only get one beverage of choice for the rest of your time on the island, which could be eternity. What is that beverage? Uh, Cherry soda. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Cherry soda, it's not milk, Jake. Cherry cola, cherry, cherry one. cola, Pepsi or Coke, whatever, just oh. cherry cola. Okay, cherry it cola. It was actually my favorite pop growing up. Many <laughs> <laughs> times when I'm at a bar, apparently, because you know Shirley Temple is a, is a Sprite with grenadine. Yeah. So apparently a Roy Rogers is cola with grenadine. So I'll just say at a bar, I want a Roy Rogers, and that's basically basically cherry Coke, but it's Coke with grenadine. So I just that's my that's my drink. Okay. Roy I'm glad we know your drink because now you can order it every time we're at the bar. Uh, what Roy Rogers? Roy Rogers. I'm gonna go up to the bar. I don't care if it has alcohol in it or not. I'm first drink in Vegas. I want to know, Rogers. Jake. I want to know, Jake. When you ask for a Roy Rogers, how many bartenders know what that is? I want to know what your like hit percentages. Yeah. That, I always am like, do you know what that is, or do you just want to pretend like you do? So we'll make sure that AWS covers the analytics behind that. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll all be we'll all be very vigilant of that and see yeah. if it, it's a hit right away. But I'm go, that's going to be my first drink. Like I'm not going to act. I don't care if it has alcohol in it. It Roy does. Rogers. It does. Does it? It okay. does. Yes. Let's take a Roy Rogers. Okay. Let's go. Roy Rogers. We're gonna have to try one. Yeah. Uh, how many fourth graders could you fend off in self defense? Eight to ten. Okay. All right. All right. That's good. Uh, this could be a wild card question. I think we know the answer to it, but we'll, we'll ask it anyways. Uh, do you prefer Minneapolis or St. Paul? I'm an East Sider, so I live in Invergrove. Practically, is on that side, so I got to go St. Paul. Wow, That's a lot so, of people are going to be that, pissed. That, that means you're a Wild fan, then, right? Yeah, right. By yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm an East Sider, so <laughs> I got I got to ride with the East Side. You know, Team Mendota, Team Woodbury, yeah, you know, <laughs> Team Highway ninety four. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. So obviously, you know, I spend my fair share of time in Minneapolis, but I'm kind of I'm I'm an East Sider. Well, you work in Minneapolis, you live in in the East Side. It's it's recreation versus occupation, the classic. Uh, what is the best club in your golf bag? My eight iron. Oh, my yeah. eight iron. Although my driver's getting pretty good, so I'd probably say my driver's second. Okay, hey, that's a good club to have. You got to you got to kick yourself off on the right the right foot when you're uh, when you're teeing off. Uh, what is your favorite sports movie? Uh, remember the Titans? Yep. There we go, yeah. Remember yep. Titans I mean, the other ones that are going through my mind are uh, uh, Miracle, I think yeah. is tremendous. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rudy. Um, but remember the Titans, I think just the quotability, just that's the other thing is like, it's amazing playing football for a living now for so many years. 
how many times I quote, remember the Titans. It's, it's awesome. You got to yeah. sing, ain't no mountain high, ain't no valley low. Going to do that in the locker room, first yep. game. Get the, no. fe- get the fellas fired <laughs> yeah. up. Uh, does pineapple belong on pizza? I can tolerate it. It's, it's not my first order. Okay, that's fine. Um, if you were, well, you've probably already done this. If you were given an all expenses paid trip to Cleveland, Ohio, would you take it? Um, no, oh, <laughs> but, correct. but, correct uh, answer. uh, have you seen the Cleveland tourism video on YouTube? If you haven't, you need to see that. I, okay. I, uh, I love that video. So does that, that's tipping you a little closer to yes, but you're still on no. The Cleveland tourism video will tip you heavily. Yeah, no, it's a parody. Oh, I get it. I get it. It's like, come to Cleveland and blah, blah, blah. It's just just showing the very crap parts. Yes. Okay. Okay. It's a good bit. It's great. Got it. I didn't didn't quite pick up. Last time I was in Cleveland, I believe, besides playing the Browns, was uh, the uh, rookie symposium. So, you know, Mm. when you come out in the draft, they used to have this deal where you had to fly as a rookie in the summer to this event where they, you know, try to teach you how to be an adult, make good decisions, all that. And they'd hold it in like San Diego and Miami and Dallas. And then my year, they're like, all right, rookie symposium, you're going to Cleveland. <laughs> so I guess, I mean, it was cool. We went to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. That was probably the coolest part. But um, uh, yeah. So <laughs> that was Cleveland's, awesome. yeah. Cleveland's probably the best spot for a rookie symposium. This, the least amount of trouble you get into, I yeah, feel there's like. There's just nothing to do there. So it's like, no one's going to get in trouble. There's not there. enough for you to break, no. to break the law there. Um, all right. Uh, what's more realistic, ghosts or aliens? Ghosts. Ghosts. Favorite sport besides football? It's changed a lot through the years. Tennis. To play or to watch? To play, uh, probably tennis. Yeah, let's to say watch t- would be To watch would be baseball. Yeah, all right. Yeah. And baseball's back now. Jake baseball's Cousins back. is back. Yes. The whole, yeah, the whole, <laughs> the whole trifecta is yeah. here. Um, final question. If a movie was made about your life, who would play you? So I used to say Paul Walker, but then he died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. So probably Jake. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can be an actor. I performed in skits. I can act. Um, I'm trying to think another another actor. Uh, you know. Yeah, I, I haven't even kept up with the actors these days, but maybe the dude who just played Spider Man, who everyone loves, maybe he could do it. Oh, uh, Holland, Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Toby McGuire. Toby McGuire is like the funnier Spider Man because he was such a jackass yeah. off the off yeah. the set. Oh yeah. Move your camera. <laughs> yeah. no, actually, now that I look at Kirk, like, yeah, Paul Walker would actually be a good one. I yeah, can see no, that. Paul Walker, yeah. R.A.P. Paul Walker. I appreciate Rocker, that, guys. That yeah. means a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Kirk, well, we, we want to thank you so much for coming on. Any final thoughts before we uh, before we part ways? No, let's just not let this be the last time we connect. So hopefully uh, training camp or, you know, whatever it may be, it would be fun to do something. I'd love to, like I said, I'd love to have you do a little uh, mid-game sideline interview piece uh and just i just want you to just destroy me just <laughs> yes he needs it really funny have you ever seen at games when like they put the camera on a celebrity and they start chugging beer like they should put it on jake we got to get milk in u.s bank like a six uh, a half gallon of milk and he'll just start you're gonna regret it. you're gonna regret that you chose milk as a thing <laughs> you could have chose any beverage you pick milk and now it's just gonna be always drinking milk well yeah i chose milk and beer because i think there was a couple stressful games this year where i did like a post game i'm like well not a lot to say. Just <laughs> chug the beer. Yeah, Kirk, can you promise us that you'll stop? Like, not just you, but the whole team will stop having every game come down to the last oh. play. We cannot <laughs> take that anymore as fans. We are going crazy. You know, I think I think um, 
you know, you and me both, my family too. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I think that, uh, you know, it, it gives me hope too, to know that, hey, man, we were, we were that close mm-hmm. to being in a whole different place, mm-hmm. you know, with how many, with how many games came down to a play here, a play there. We know that going, oh, so many games do, but um, you realize how close you are to getting over the hump and to having a, a big time year because of how many games uh, came down to a play here or there. Well, and I think we we photoshopped a banner and said, hang it in U.S. Bank. And it said, almost beat both teams competing in Super Bowl 57 <laughs> yes. or, or whatever number it was, because both yeah. those games were so close. Next year or the year after will be the actual banner, though. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 right. And the trophy right. Lombardi. This is, this is a preliminary banner. Yeah. Yes. Right. <laughs> Not as bad as it is in Indy. But, Kirk, thank you so much, man, for joining us. Uh, folks, we're going to take a really quick break, and we'll be right back. All right, everyone, that interview with Kirk Cousins is brought to you by nobody. We, uh, we're looking for advertisers. You know what? We, we could use some help. I think we're, uh, you know, it'll, it'll be transparent. We're $1,600 in credit card debt, formerly $3,000 in credit card debt because we spent $1,000 at the Loon. It's moving in the right shots. direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We spent a grand on shots one night, a grand that we didn't have. Shot, 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 shot. That's, shot, that's shot. the benefit of the credit card. But, yeah, if you, if you guys want, if, if you're a business owner or you know a business owner who would love to collaborate with 10K, shoot us a DM on any socials, email us, 10,000takes at gmail.com. Let's, we, t- let's talk. We come very, very highly recommended from Paul Allen. Yes, and or if you're an angel Kirk capital Cousins, no. and cap- Kirk Cousins, yeah, if you're an angel investor, capital investor, help us get out of our full time jobs. Dude, and we can do this, guys. Full-time. We yeah. just fucking interviewed Kirk Cousins. How crazy yeah. is that? So Kirkland Cousins. Himself. So I tweeted it, but I'm shaking. I, I've been <laughs> I've been saying this all day that the, the cousins were awesome. Julia was incredible. Kirk was incredible. They they both were just super happy to do this, and, and they didn't need to be. You know that that's that's what always kind of hits you is like they didn't have to do this. Uh, like I said, Julie helped us come up with a lot of the questions um, to ask him that knew, you know, she knew what would make him laugh and stuff. And we kind of worked together on, on crafting the interview. But the thing about all of this that blows my mind the most, guys, is <laughs> we were the first media outlet he had talked to since he signed this big contract extension just last night, just Sunday night. We were the first ones he talked to. We, our producer has a mullet, as I tweeted. <laughs> uh, he spent a bunch of money at the strip club. And uh, and we we use free editing software, you know. We all work full time jobs. This whole company has been put together with just blood, sweat, tears, and band aids. We're self admittedly all dumbasses. Oh yeah, yeah oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. We're not. We, we always say, oh, we're the real journalists. We're asking Kirk about like his beverage choice, whether it's milk <laughs> or something. It's just it blows your mind, man. But it, it's it's inspiring because. You know, no matter how much work you put into something, like you'll get there eventually. I mean, man, it's just like we've come a long way, and to to interview Kirk and not only interview him, but have him, you know, after you know, want to do stuff with us. It's like this this thing is real, and it's it's pretty incredible. You know, we've talked about this for a long time. Like, you know, our dream guest would be Kirk Cousins, and it's it's just crazy how quickly it escalated to him to just us being dumbass to having Kirk on the show. I am really interested, JJ. Just how erect were you during that whole interview? Yeah, how, how tight, did, did you maintain it? How tight were the pants? I mean, my pants are ripped off by now because they're so tight. They don't like exist. It's, it's It was just in weird. It was insane. I mean, not weird because it was like, oh, I mean, it was just weird that I have been impersonating him. And he asked me to do an impersonation or it'd be like, I want to hear Jake say how I would groom my beard. Yeah, like, that just, he was that he just, was for the longest time we're, we're like when this guy discovers this impression, he's going to be so weirded out that someone is going to 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 these lengths. I mean, weekly videos a couple times a day during game day. 
and then a few during the week, you know, during preseason, we had, uh, we had the, uh, the milk thing. He loved the state fair bit. I always thought like, man, if he sees this, he's going to absolutely hate us, but it, it's just the opposite, which just shows you how, how cool of a guy Kirk actually is. You know, he's just, he's just a man of the people. I thought he was going to put a restraining order on me or something or like be worried that I was stalking him. Cause I mean, there's no one else. Like I, I look back on it in hindsight, like. When I look back at videos like the next day of me doing it, I'm like, this, from an outside perspective, I look like a fucking maniac. Like, I'm impersonating this quarterback in a very weird way, and, like, the state fair dressing up like him, and it's so strange. But, like, people like it, and I'm all for it. It's fun to do. But it's just weird that he is on board with it 100%. Dude, it was so awesome at the very end. He was like, hey, I don't want you to take it easy. I want you to go hard. Like, yeah, he, he, go hard he, he almost yes. said, like, put out more videos, Jake. Like, you're, yeah. you're not doing enough. So you know what? That's just maybe, – maybe there's, like, an inner, like uh, – there's, like, an inner chamber that even was holding the creativity of going after Kirk even more because I was scared that if he saw it – he would like get upset, but now that I heard that, that's just permission to just go all in. Well, and now that you've actually talked to him face to face, do you think that you can do the impression even better? I probably can. I was kind of <laughs> laughing. Uh, I almost, I almost lost it a couple of times. Well, yeah, because it probably hits you in the moment that this is happening. You're doing it to the guy that you've been that you've been impersonating well, for years now. That that on top of that, but then it's also like when he was talking a couple of times, I'm like that's that's the mannerisms that I'm I'm trying to do in the in in the damn thing. And Kirk, it's like it's you're, you do it to a team. <laughs> dude. Uh, you know, oh, there was uh, a few points where he's like, God, I just sound like Jake now. <laughs> he's literally he's like, like this is what he would say. It's like well, it's like God. Damn it! Like, <laughs> oh, hey, well, uh, I, I, another thing too that I just found hilarious is um, Jake, JJ, and I were together when uh, Kirk saw the sign. When Jake made the sign, I'm pretty sure you were at the game too. Uh, you? I was not. I was still at my. Well, actually, working. I had COVID. I was oh, okay. really sick. The, and okay, I was working, but, but there literally was an actual point during that game where Jake like freaks out like a fanboy and is like. Brian O'Neill just stared right at me with the sign. Sure he He's looking right at it. They see the sign. And I was like, okay, Jake. But there was part of me that thought maybe I was just being drunk. Jake like, was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, four beers deep I'm, at that I'm like, point. We did run into him once in, in Minneapolis. But I'm like, but d d does he realistically know who like this is or what's going on? Or just saw me amongst a crowd of people. But it turns out my intuition was right. Like he saw it. And then like apparently him and Kirk were like laughing across the huddle. And they're down by like 10 points. And and people are going to be like, why are you laughing? Well, there's some dumbass in the crowd that has a sign. <laughs> I am Kirk Cousins. He's just hammered. And it says oh, skull and then God bless next to Gosh. Oh, man. Dude, this, is, this, just, this world is fucking crazy. It's guys. nuts, dude. Like I said, the fact that we were the first me like media outlet. I don't even know if you... It, we're, we're a media outlet. Bunch, yeah, we're official. Yeah, yeah, we're a bunch of guys in a house. Yeah. Guys doing business. We're guys doing business. We, we did business. But, yeah, I mean, just it sounds like expect more from Kirk. He, want, he wants more collaboration with 10K. He loves what we do. And, you know, for those of you who love what we do, we really appreciate it. But any final thoughts on the Kirk interview before we get into It's a Bet? Yeah, just on my end, like, we just have all the ammunition for those fuckers in the future who say, you look nothing like Kirk. You sound nothing like Kirk. We have literal Store video. video. And I'm pumped for that because we can just when someone chirps us like that, we can literally just respond with a little clip of that like video, and that's it. I'm yeah. saving that to my phone. Yeah, you need to that video. It, it might be it might be like one of those dynamic wallpapers where it just plays over and over again. You know, mm -hmm. it drains your mm -hmm. phone battery. You should just have that. Yeah, just Kirk telling you that you look like him, so you can be in per in character all the time. I've confirmed confirmation from Kirk. If someone like you don't look like Kirk, uh, you just post the clip. Or I have confirmation from the guy himself. Dude, I, I can already see like 10 years down the road, people are going to be like, bro, that was that's an old fucking video. Get over yourself. Is your like 30 <laughs> still doing this? It's I'd like, be like, no, no I interviewed him when I was 26. Yeah, no, not 26, 25. You're turning, not that old. You're turning 26 in like two months. I Sorry. Am. 
but I'm still 24. Let him hold on to it, though, Jack. You're the youngest here. Don't don't try to I'm age holding shame. On. I'm holding hey, on. Hey, I'm 24. It. I can't rent a car. You guys already got me beat there. 26, right? Is that the age? Or is it 25? 25. It's 25? 25. Oh, okay. 25. So it's different everywhere. And now I'm going to be over halfway to 30. I got four years. Oh. Oh. Uh-huh. Cool camo. All right. <laughs> just a dick. Let's, uh, oh. let, let's just wrap up the show here quick, folks. We got one more segment called It's a Bet. Uh, you know, we're, we're big bettors here. Uh, at 10,000 takes and use better edge use our promo code 10k get a free 10 bucks signing up but uh we're gonna do this segment it's a bet where we kind of just pick some some picks that we got we're going down to vegas in a few days we're gonna be we're gonna be doing all of it we're gonna be doing the parlays we're gonna be doing the futures the props and the spreads these the bets will be what we're specifically gonna do in vegas right yeah okay. like like if you want oh, if you want it. a ticket confirmation i will send it to you but i will not include the barcode i made that mistake before apparently someone can rip off your ticket with just the numbers on the code like just from a photo of it i guess yep. so a lot of people Damn. were telling me delete that photo because someone can take your 17 dollars that you want on a two dollar parlay <laughs> damn that would be fucked up but also i wouldn't uh, I wouldn't put it past anybody, but um, Photoshop's all right. Photoshop's a hell of a drug. So, producer Cam, uh, what do you have for your your bets going into Vegas this week? So, am I doing all three right now? Yeah, just okay. fire off all three. No, <laughs> oh, we don't need all three. I'm just joking. Cam. First, first one is, um, well, over the weekend I made a bet with Andy, who else with ten? What a dumbass! Easiest yeah. fucking hundred dollars I ever made in my life. I bet that the Twins would not finish last in the AL Central. Granted, they did last year, but we're just improved and we're making moves now. So I'm already going to win that. So I'm going to further it, and I'm going to make a bet in Vegas that the Twins are going to win the AL Central. Because if it hits, then I'm making more money off some stupid Twitter bet. What is that, like plus 10000 It's pretty high right now. But, but here's the uh, thing. Their biggest their biggest issue, I, I feel like, has really been addressed in terms of pitching. Now, don't get me wrong. They've traded away a lot of people. But I am, like, at, at least a little bit, like... You know, excited for the picking yeah. improvements. We still need to trade for one more veteran starter and then maybe like sign a bullpen guy or two, but Jake Cousins. We're pretty, we're pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Jake Cousins. Jake Why Cousins. not Jake Cousins? Oh, he's not a very far five hour drive from Milwaukee to, to Minneapolis. Drive Perfect. to him. He, Go to he him. could just take a bus. So so I'm looking to win that one. Uh my second one is the Minnesota Timberwolves to win the NBA finals. Now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put a lot on this one. It's like twenty, twenty five dollars, but they're on fire. When's the last time they were like this? So if it hits, you get the best of both worlds. They did lose to Orlando on Friday. Yeah, it's yeah. Come on, man. Not to be negative. I'm just spewing facts. It, like like I said, like twenty twenty five bucks. If you if you win, you win a stupid amount of money. If you lose, eh, it's whatever. It's uh, like buying a lottery ticket. You know, right. you, might, you might as well if you got the right. money laying around. My third one, which this one I actually do like, think believe is going to happen, is Memphis to beat Gonzaga in the second round of the NCAA tournament. Can see um, it. That's a hell of a prop. There is. That's basically uh, a parlay. So college basketball uses a bunch of metrics. There's a metric out there that if you take um, the teams, I think it's like February 15th or somewhere around, somewhere around there, is right when Memphis turned it around. Gonzaga ranks as the top-rated team since then. Memphis is number two, and no one would predict that because Memphis is a nine seed. So I'm going to put that in a parlay and hopefully slam that. And, Make some money there. The no, of, no one's going to see that coming. Well, the spirit of Derrick Rose might be alive in the Memphis crew. Memphis crew. He's hashtag Memphis back. Tigers. Tigers. Like yes. the ghost of Derrick Rose ACL. Yes. Or the, do you remember those those teams with Derrick Rose? Memphis was just a one seed for like three years in a row. I mean, they were. What a so random weird. team to be a one I know. seed, right? Yeah, Memphis. There there are some like random good teams this year that you're like, oh, I didn't even know that was a You college. know, like Bryant, the Bryant Bulldogs. Peter Kiss. Yeah. I, mean, I, I know we talked about this last week. You, but... you know who plays for Bryant? Peter Kiss. 
How do you that. know that? Because it's college golfer stuff. Is he good though? Yes. He act, so Brian's the, gonna he, is your upset pick. No, 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 no. They're gonna win. No, nope, it's his upset pick. <laughs> Shut up. They're gonna win that first four game. But Peter Kiss is the top scorer in the whole country. Is he part of the? I've never uh, even heard of him. The yeah. Hershey Kiss family yes. or the Kiss begins with K? Is he yes. actually? Yes. No. But in the past, oh, like ten oh. games, he scored over thirty points every game. Damn. Oh, okay. He's fucking impressive. Has he ever played in a tournament? And though? he's like super, super. Well, they just won the Northeastern Conference tournament to go to the NCAA. That's tournament. not this tournament, but though. No. He's like super, super cocky to where, like, on their championship game, he like made an easy layup or something. He was doing push-ups afterwards, and like he was just being super. It's great. Who's okay. Bryant matching up against in the right first state from and the Horizon League? Oh, they're the 16th seed, right? Yeah, in the plan. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm betting Bryant State. Bryant. It's just you yep. two or I fucking each other <laughs> talking about this. You know everything about college basketball. No. Jack and I are just like, but what's listen, going well, I don't on? know Peter Kiss, but the, he's got me on board for Bryant to uh, yes. upset whoever they You're, would play in the first. Well, it, never even no, heard no, Bryant. No, 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 no. I haven't either. Bet them in the first four, and then bet them to lose by 75 days. Well, let's in the first round. let's do a prop bet on Peter Kiss actually kissing another player on the court. It, it's Peter honestly Kiss. possible. Peter Kiss. Peter Kiss is a lot of name. Remember right. that name. All right. So those are Cam's bets. He's got Minnesota Twins winning the AL. He's got Memphis to beat Gonzaga in the second round and Minnesota Timberwolves to win the NBA Finals. I like it. Very Homer like. Love Have it. To. Except um, Memphis, you know. Except yeah, Memphis. Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, Wags, what do you got for your bets? I kind of going off the Homer bit. Like, you got to put a Stanley Cup future on the Minnesota Wild. Like, I know they're struggling a little bit. They like they love to do this thing where they win 10 games in a row and then lose the next seven, right? But I just I honestly feel like if they do somehow get lucky enough and they pull it all together for the playoffs, if Cam Talbot gets hot, if uh, Kockinen gets yeah, as hot. Yeah, as ESPN Kockinen, pronounces it, yes. Capo Kockinen. If he oh. gets hot, I honestly think that the Minnesota Wild could actually do it. And, like, don't get me wrong. The, the last few weeks are have been brutal. But I still firmly believe that this team has the chance to win a Stanley Cup. Yeah, I mean, I do too. I think I I went on the vibe of that they're they're not hot right now, and that they're hitting near towards the end of the season. If they remain not hot, that's actually trending differently than how they do in previous years, where they go in and just lay an egg and you know play like shit in the playoffs. What if they go in cold? It's a different. It's, a it's different. different. Dynamic. You're right. They always go in hot, and then they let us down. What if they go in cold? They barely slip in, and then they just go on a fucking run. You never know. That's how we're gonna end this Minnesota curse, right? It has to be the opposite of what's already happening. It has to be right? what you least expect. Exactly. But seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. Exactly. And I'll, I'll go on. I'll, I'll go into my next. I'll go into my next one because this next one's also kind of Homer. I guess Cam and I are Homer, so I hope you guys have a little bit different one. But uh, NFL Offensive Player of the Year next year. Um, obviously, the MVP is going to be like it's essentially just like the best quarterback award. So they give the Offensive Player of the Year to like anyone else normally than a quarterback, right? You got to go with Justin Jefferson, right? He's yeah. going to be the new Cooper Cup of the Minnesota Vikings offense. I honestly think. The big cock. He said gonna, it himself. Yeah, big cock. The big cock is going to literally get Justin Jefferson the ball 40 times a game. I honestly feel like they're going to do whatever they can to get him the ball because he is the best player on the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, no more screen passes, please. It's, and he, I, I honestly, like, this might be a hot take, but I honestly think that there's a very good chance that next year Justin Jefferson sets the, sets the wide, receiver, uh, wide receiver record for most yards in a season. Yeah, I like, I, I like it. JJ. It, this may be controversial too, but like, it's crazy because Cooper Cup went off in that offense. And if you ask me, like, JJ's just a better athlete. Yeah. And I yeah. don't even, like, honestly, me, well, I don't really think it's close. Well, it's, like, it's just because the, Cooper Cup's white. No, no. But, <laughs> <laughs> but what JJ can do. You're like, canceled, Cam. More than what Cup can do is honestly exciting. 
Yeah, so. and I'm I'm super excited about it, and I really do think that he is going to take. He's going to be the number one receiver in the league next year if yeah. everything goes according to plan. Well, I mean, you got to look. Okay, so Justin Jefferson in a very one dimensional, very defensive heavy centric offense still did amazing shit. Imagine him now with a big cock on the, on the sideline. Big you know, offensive cock. Big uh, offensive cock right, on right, the sideline. Yeah. It would have been know, funny to talk to Kirk a little bit more about Kevin O'Connell and being like, how can you listen to a guy who uh, had maybe a quarter of the career you did as an NFL quarterback? <laughs> like, how can you listen to someone who's failed? Yeah. Well, you know, he's just a good guy, and I appreciate him and respect him. You know, that's a Kirk answer. Oh, he's man. back. He's back. Just like that. He's back. He's back in the room. Oh, wow. And then uh, my final bet here, boys, is going to be UFC 274. It's not happening for, I think, a month, month and a half here, but uh, I'm going for that lightweight championship bout. Charles Oliveira, the champion, is taking on Olive just— oil. <laughs> olive oil, Charles right, Oliver. Correct, correct. He's taking on Justin Gaethje. Now, all of us were together when we watched Khabib destroy Gaethje. But what I'm telling you right now, Gaethje is a plus 135 underdog, and you got to take that bet 100%. Gaethje was a former D1 wrestler. He's one of the most exciting slash violent fighters on the whole roster, and he throws one-hitter quitters. And the biggest reason why I think that he's going to win is because Oliveira got dropped by Dustin Poirier. I remember who, that. Who has maybe... Horror. Porter, Justin Porter, Dustin Perrier versus Olive Oil, but <laughs> and then Gaith, Gaith G and Gaith G. versus Olive Oil. But Gaith G has yes. way, way, way more power in his hands. He has one hitter quitters left and right. The stuff that he did to what he did to Dan Hooker, for example, just a left hook out immediately. I just don't think that Charles Oliveira can stand that. So if you want to win some money, that's an underdog uh, fighter to bet on. Justin Gaethje, UFC two seven four, the lightweight championship bet. KG. I I trust you, Wags. I'll, I'll go in Vegas with you, and we'll bet on Gaty. I think that's where I'm flying out Gaith of J. Well, I mean, honestly, like, like the way the G-A-E-T-H-J-E. That, just, that poor bastard weird. must have had so many problems growing up with people being like, dude, how do you pronounce your name? Yes. Especially with substitute teachers. I'm not even a big UFC guy, but I've seen that guy fight like four or five mm-hmm. times. And I'm a huge fan. So oh, people crazy. call him. So you guys ever see that thing where uh, when Homer Simpson was a boxer and he never would throw punches, but essentially what would happen is everyone Homer would face, like they would get exhausted just punching him because he had such a chin and they just fall over in exhaustion and Homer kind of like kind of like what Floyd does yeah kind of like what yeah. Floyd does I mean it works that's what uh Justin Gaethje kind of does the same thing where he's willing to just hey you want to punch me go ahead and come and punch me I'm gonna land two or three on you before you're done though and that and he kind of just bets himself like hey once I land that one clean shot you're done all right. I mean, I, I'm not a, like I'm. I don't follow UFC super closely, like uh, like Shinzas over here. Shinzas. Um, but uh, <laughs> God, I just pulls a PA reference like three PA, weeks later. Look up Dwayne Shinzas. It was just a couple weeks ago. We, yeah. Well, it's it's gonna it's a good bit. But I, I I've seen like these two. I've seen Justin Gaith G fight a lot, and I, I honestly like I'm surprised he's an underdog. And uh, I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna hammer that shit. Me too. No, I'm all over Justin. No, I'm all over Justin uh, Grapey. Yeah, oh Grapey God. versus uh, olive oil. Justin, grab some it. grape flavored stuff. Just want to grab oh it. God. All oh right. Um. All right, JJ. What do you got for your bets? Well, first off, fuck Wisconsin. I mean, Facts I'm a Minnesota guy. Fuck, fuck them. Hey, shout out Kirk for beating Wisconsin with yeah, a hail mary. I know, right? I mean, 2011. It, it's, it's just a whole. <laughs> story 2011 i think it was uh, specifically october 22nd uh, i think that was the date i it could be wrong don't don't that, that was the date that joint you two together as friends for life it, it might have you know yeah. or as one person right exactly. correct I mean, two was, became we're, one yeah, we're, yeah. we're the same person right you know? um but no fuck wisconsin 14 seed colgate uh will take on i'm taking them on the money line <laughs> i'll take them on the money line. fuck fuck it you're betting as and, a fan I, or oh realistically so i do have like or realistically the spread plus seven and a half 
Wisconsin, if they get cold, man, with Brad Davison, they get cold. I, do you agree with the spread plus seven? Because I'm not like, plus, plus seven point right five. Now. Like that doesn't like obviously uh, that, that, Colgate, that that's a sizable it, favorite. But are they actually that big of a favorite? Like, uh, yes. Yeah, you think so? The re- real like, question is that where they make the toothpaste. But, so I was going to say, like, I use them as my toothpaste brand, so I'm a big fan of Colgate. God. The one with tartar control. And it made me feel like a piece of shit. Oh but I love Colgate. Guy. Unfortunately, I have Wisconsin in the Elite Eight, even though I hate Wisconsin. I actually, but, um, I would love to see Colgate win, but Jake, you're forgetting, like, the biggest part. Johnny so listen, Davis, man. So listen, you're, you're thinking about it too, you're thinking about it too, like, analytically here, okay? <laughs> Come on. Like, I'm, I'm a Minnesota Gopher fan. I'm a Minnesota Gopher through and through. The Gophers lost them by a point That's... here. I'm thinking about when I'm drinking a little bit, but... and I see that toothpaste. <laughs> I think of the toothpaste being good for my teeth. You probably eat, you know, just like you huff markers, you probably eat that shit as a snack, don't Maybe. you? Maybe. Maybe but I do, maybe I don't. When I'm cashing <laughs> tickets and you're throwing them in the garbage, who's winning? I don't care. All I know is that I have my dignity and I didn't bet for Wisconsin. <laughs> and I didn't put them in the lead eight. I never had Wisconsin going past maybe the Sweet 16. I think 2015 was a By the way, year. don't use... I, I um, had them losing in the Sweet 16 that year, by the way. Vegas preview, don't, don't do the ticket thing. Like I t- you're gonna, going to. You're going to hit the biggest parlay of your life. You're going to get don't do that. wasted on the strip and you're going to lose it. And I then don't like the app because... Like technically, can't oh, I like the it? ticket bit a little. I'll do yeah. the ticket bit because, a little bit. It's, app, it's nostalgic, like, but dude, it's terrifying to carry those things around. Hopefully, the IRS isn't listening to this. But because the app, like, if you win big on an app, like if I'm placing a big parlay, especially one that has Memphis in a money line, if I win big, I don't want them to track my. Taxes. So I like the ticket bit. <laughs> Just hack the mainframe. True. Hack the mainframe. So easy. <laughs> so I like, easy. I like the ticket bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the tickets. Bring him up to my room. Let him sit there. Okay, yeah. I mean, I guess you can them. do that, but then you get drunk and you'll start losing. I'll them take pictures of them. Well, then JJ, do you remember last year you went up two fifty on blackjack, and then later <laughs> that night we go and meet with oh, uh, with Bossman and Dean Blandino and all. Then we meet up later that night, and you find a video blackjack, and you literally lose it all in five minutes. Yeah, I, I lost Vegas, it. baby, Vegas, <laughs> baby. Vegas, baby, fuck. But fuck, I mean, fuck. like, I uh, yeah, I lost it pretty hardcore. But I'm like, this is Vegas. This is how it goes, man. How she rolls, but. Yeah, fuck Wisconsin. I'm going Colgate money line. Colgate. Colgate. Um, Colgate toothpaste. So let's go. I'm I'm rooting for them. Shout out. Um, hey, hey. You know what? At the end of the day, at least they'll have white teeth. They did exactly. Beat, they did beat Crest to get to the NCAA mm, tournament. True. Crest. I think and, Colgate. And uh, Oral B no, was no, a close no. uh, underdog. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Colgate did upset somebody a few years back, though. No. They almost did. No. <laughs> they did play Arkansas last year, and they almost beat them. But that's the last time. See, they see, then the Arkansas Arkansas was very good last year. So they were. There they you made go. the elite. In. And Wisconsin's Muscle very man. up and down team. All right. My next bet, though, in spirit of crazy bets, Vikings win the NFC North. You have to. We, we just, uh, you know, we just interviewed the Kirk Cousins. I think if we uh, have a new coaching staff in there that figures their shit out and does more than a, you know, a check down or a screen pass on a second and fourteen, I think we got something going. With I us. cannot tell you how excited. Like, I, just the press conferences alone are enough for me to mm-hmm. be so on board with the new GM and the new coaching staff. I've been, I'm excited for a Viking season for the first time in a long time. It's normally stressed out and like worried. I'm yeah. excited. Finally, we have a big time, and it's literally only March. Only March. Oh God! This the, we, we how many months do we have till the NFL season even starts? Like August for preseason. Yeah, but like I think behind the Gaethje bet, this is the one I'm most confident in that we've gone over so far. Why? Are, why are we talking about that bet? That's irrelevant now. I'm saying the Vikings. The oh. your dumbass. The bet that you just <laughs> said is the one I'm most confident in besides Justin Gaethje. Why? Why oh. are we talking about that? Why are we talking about? No. Okay. No, I get it. I get. I get the bet. <laughs> Um, well, also a possible to bet uh, betting Gophers' future on 
hockey. Go for hockey to win it all. If I had, I couldn't find odds on it at this point, but I give it plus two hundred. I mean, would you would you still bet the same thing after talking to Gage Osmus? Oh yeah, you'd take that at plus two hundred. Oh yeah. (laughs) Okay. Just oh to, my God! The Big Ten isn't even in the same league as the NCAA. Oh, I know true. that, it's but true. but they actually they it's it's a more realistic bet than betting you know Vikings win the Super Bowl, Wild win the Stanley Cup, or all that. Dude, I was uh, I was at the uh, very last WCHA like uh, Frozen Four when the mm-hmm. Gophers and the Sioux were still playing each other and stuff. And at the very last game with like five minutes left, everyone started chanting "Big mistake." Big oh, mistake, and it was it was just so pure, and everyone agreed. Both 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 sides can agree on that one. Oh yeah, yeah. no, I, I don't disagree, but I you know I gotta be a I'm a homer if I can bet on it, and I'm like okay, this could actually maybe happen, and then I have more of an incentive to cheer for them even more in the NCAA hockey tournament. I want to see a championship of some sorts here in Minnesota, and the Gopher hockey team has the best chance out of all teams being pro in college to win a championship. See, right Jake, now. I'm on so board. With, I'm on board with this one because I'm a Gopher fan, and just despite Jake or uh, Jack and Zane, I'm in. I'm a. So go- I'm literally a bet on it. Legitimately, Vegas, a, I'm a, betting on it. I'm legitimately a Gopher fan in everything right. but hockey. Right. See, I know. Like, I feel like sports books are very stingy with hockey. I know, I they're, know they're, they're, they're gonna have it. They're betting. I saw futures. Better Edge has it. They, Better they, Edge is the head to heads. I don't. I don't I think don't anyone has futures, but at least Better Edge is head to head. I looked up that there were some sports books that did have futures on the conference tournaments, but they don't currently have an NCAA, Dumb. you know, hockey tournament futures. But maybe they will by the but, time yeah. they set the field, so, which maybe will. So JJ, I know you hate when Ohio fans go O H and then they respond I O. Well, what do you think of this? Sue yeah yeah. Yeah, Sue, Sue. I mean, I mean, it's a, it's a hell of a lot more intelligent because you're actually spelling out words. They're just saying two letters. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, they're but just, but doesn't the Minnesota Rouser spell out M I N? That's a lot of letters, though. <laughs> but but the, I was gonna say too, but they're not. We're you not, guys are spelling too. We're not. We're not walk. No, but what's stupid? What the joke is with Ohio? They're like O H I O. Cool. You just said two letters. They're like, uh, is it Michigan State? That's an Rouser, though. That's a different story. Like they walk around yelling O H I O. Cool. Michigan State is like go green. Go white. Or, I'm pretty right. sure it's them. I'm like, yeah. that's go white. Well. Go green. Cool. Yelling go white in 2021. That's probably not a good that's look. A bad idea. Then go, go first. Or do, I, or do the gopher. That's the dumbest oh, thing yes. I've ever seen. Uh, a lot more creative and a lot more original than jump around. Correct. That, that's, that's, that's copyrighted. That's in fact, if I was, I'm going to email those artists and tell them to go full Celine Dion on Wisconsin. Do it, dude. And they and someone sent a video too last year. Wisconsin's starting to do Firefly, where the crowd just sings it with flashlights. It's like no one's football is a masculine all, sport. Do they, they just, do they just choose popular songs and then just call them their own? Yeah, exactly. Also, well, their, it's our tradition. Uh, we we sing Firefly after the third quarter. That's a fucking song. Ironically enough, Owl City guy is from Minnesota. Yeah. So oh, if anything, they're if anything, they're supporting a Minnesota. Soten by singing that at the Badger game. Yeah, I would totally contradict. They're contradicting themselves. Next year, if we go to Wisconsin, because we're we're playing in Wisconsin, if we make a trip out there, I'm gonna just rip on people drunkenly. Like this song's from Minnesota. Then you're gonna sing like the last six words, probably. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, because he's a Minnesota artist. And then you find out that they bought the NFT for Fireflies. True. True. I I gotta hit up the 10K artist to make an NFT of us and Matt Dumba. (laughs) Well, we already got into that earlier, but. All right, Jake, was that your final pick? It was my final pick. Do-do-do-do. All right, I will take us home for It's a Bet, um, switching it up a little bit from you guys on some of these picks. So the first ones I got is the Masters Future, the Masters Tournament, one of the greatest traditions in sports coming up here in April. Um, I fucked up this one last year. I don't think I've told this story on the podcast because it's actually relatively embarrassing. So I was at my cousin's wedding, which was taking place at the New Richmond Golf Club in Wisconsin, iconic golf course in Western Wisconsin that PGA pros have said Ian's even iconic. Iconic. I got to give them a little bit of free ad here 
But uh, the bartender there, Eric Meyer, Emai, told me I was drunk at my cousin's wedding. It was a week before we went to Vegas. And I said, Emai, I'm going to be in Vegas in a week. I need a master's pick because he's like a guru. He does all sorts of fantasy golf stuff. He watches every round. And he said, I know this. And I'm like fucked up at this point. And he says, I know this sounds crazy, but Hideki Matsuyama should be your pick. And I said, absolutely not. He hasn't won anything in the last however long. You know, and it's because like it's partially my fault. I I I want to watch more golf than I do. Like I'm the, it's my favorite sport. It's like my favorite thing to do, but I don't get to watch a lot of golf. I, I follow it, but I didn't end up picking that. I picked Bryson DeChambeau or whatever. I always I always pick one of like the the favorite guys. Which for those who bet on golf, you know that's not how it works. And Hideki Matsuyama won the Masters last year at plus thirty. Some insane odds, man. You could have put $10 on it, and you would have made a lot of money. And, and I, I, I've apologized to Emi since. I said, you called it. I was a drunken idiot. I told you you were wrong, and I proceeded to get absolutely embarrassed. So this time around, I'm doing it a little different. I got Will Zalatoris, who took – I think he took – I think he took second or third last year in the Masters. It was one of those rounds where he started Sunday quite behind and just went on a run, um, ended up just making birdies all over the place and was sadly just a few shots this short. This is the dude who looks like uh, the caddy in Happy Gilmore, Correct, right? correct. Okay. He's a really skinny dude. He's best friends with like Tony Romo. Um, but I believe he was definitely top five of the Masters. Just literally, if, if he would have had more holes, he would have won the tournament. That's how, that's how hot he was playing. Um it's just like you can never forget those guys who do that because like clearly he likes that course clearly that course caters to his game and he's going to come back hungry um you know he played in the players this week he made the cut he's been up there a lot and, and all these rising stars no one ever sees their first major coming that was like john daly he was the ninth alternate golfer in like the 94 pga championship and ended up winning like i can't imagine what the odds were on him you'd probably pay ten dollars to win like ten thousand i'm not even kidding so zalatoris is going to be the future of golf and uh, he needs that first big win and i think based on his performance at augusta last year he's going to get the dub this year plus 3300 too so you always got to pick an underdog yeah, especially, like I mean, you get advice from that dude. You got to take that advice. I'm still going to, I think I might text him and say, hey, I need a second chance. What is your thought? I'm going to consider it. I still well, I still want to put one on Zalatoris because I still think I might be the first guy to discover that. I'm going to say now Zalatoris is now somewhat relevant, though. So now it's going to be another guy you would never suspect. He is, he is still way later. down the list, though. Right. John Rahm is plus 800, and he's the best player in the world. So that puts you, that puts in perspective how far down the list a little Willie is. All I know is oh, if you do text your your cousin, uh, bartender to, at the golf course. So you were close. Um, I thought it was a family member. It was the, it was a cousin's wedding. Cousins is on my mind cousins. right now. Okay, so yeah, get, it's, it's, it. it's, it's the relevant. theme of the show. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, whatever he texts you, you just gotta hit it. I, I I'm gonna do two this year. I'm gonna do one okay. on what he tells me, one on my own instinct, so that I can have some pride in case. All right, no, I do that win. makes sense. Um, but my second one, I got an NCAA men's basketball future. Uh, I'm admittedly a bandwagon fan. I don't watch college basketball all year. I'll bet on it. Uh, then I'll just kind of show up to the tournament and piggyback off other bets. Um, I wanted to pick one that wasn't so obvious and that had like the best odds. So I picked Baylor at plus 1200 to win it all. Gross. Um, Gonzaga is going to blow it like always. That's what that's what they like to do. Um Baylor's only lost to ranked opponents, which I know they're going to be only playing ranked opponents in the tournament, but hey, kind of like the Wild, you know, going cold with the ranked opponents, maybe come out hot. That might be the way it works. And um, fuck number one seeds. I've been burned too many years by picking a number one seed. I can't physically do it anymore because I've just, I get burned by it too many times and 
you know, I wanted to go with an underdog, so I went with, with uh, Baylor. Okay. Um, I mean, I hate to say it, but Baylor is a number one. They seed. are a number one seed. Uh, Wait, what? Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, they're not fuck. as high <laughs> ranking as they were last year as a one seed standard. Fuck. But they are, yeah. I was about to say, and the they are defending thing. champions. I actually don't hate it. Uh, they are down two of their best players, though. Um, one is probably the best name in basketball, Jonathan Chamwa Chachua. It's not Peter Kiss, uh, though. So, see, this is, Kiss, I, I made the but... disclaimer that I wasn't a college basketball fan before I said it, so therefore cancel True. out my lack of expertise. True. I actually don't Shit. hate it, though. But it's, I don't they probably it. have the high, They probably have the best odds out of number one seeds, though, right? Is there anyone? Uh, I have it pulled up, actually. God, I'm probably well, no, wrong on they, this, too. They, well, they, I, they certainly... Yeah, they, they have the, like... Higher, highest. Uh, okay, so no, there. Yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. right in a sense. But it, was, it, it, sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say like they they didn't have like they they had they were like a favorite of the number one seed to win it all last year. Now they're like not even they have the, yeah. The I'm still odds. I'm still gonna get. Yo, how did all. how did TBS acquire the rights to the semifinals and the well, finals? It's, it's all Turner Sports. Okay, so it switches okay. off. It's not on CBS this no, year. No, it's on TBS. Well, it, it's, it's, it's been yeah. on TBS before. TNT, TBS, yeah, and there's always a random True one. TV. True TV. True it's TV. like oh, that's the only time of year I'm gonna watch True TV. Yeah, I was gonna say they used to have that. I religiously watch if you if you. You actually like you might have it going for you because you said you hate one seeds, but there is a two seed that has better odds. Baylor is Baylor. the least one seed out of all the one seeds. Yeah, and there's a two seed in between that. They're so. almost like frauds. You know, my only uh, my only piece of advice here is just don't have Purdue in any of your parlays, or no. else they will fuck you over. Especially like they, it happened to us last oh year. They could get upset. I could see them getting upset in the first round this year. Who uh, do they play? Purdue plays Yale. They're Who, gonna win. Oh, a bunch I, I of a, nerds! I had a nine-team parlay know, last man. year, and per- Purdue was like the was super favorite lost to win. North Texas. And they lost yeah. to Texas, yeah, but and it was brutal. North Texas, Purdue's gonna, same thing. Purdue's I gonna be Yale. Thing. They don't have any big guys, but Purdue plays no defense, so they're not gonna go. Far. I'm telling you, man, those Ivy League teams come in and play aggressive, man, because they're, they're they got the analytics, they got they the, get, the algorithms and the numbers. They have the quizzy They, mount, they got minds, calculators on the bench. They do. Pro they beat Baylor a couple years out. ago. They did. I'm telling you that. You ever measured the angle of a free throw cam? I don't think you ever have. No, I haven't. Yeah. That 14-3 seat. That's, that's, that's what Yale's doing. Um, okay, my final, my final. It's a bet. Uh, bet for the show here is the coin flip from outer space. <laughs> so apparently on March 20th, there's going to be a coin flip from outer space. I don't understand the science behind that. I would think that that would melt in the atmosphere. But once again, I'm not an expert, as you can see from my last pick. I don't know a lot about anything. Um, I don't know the science behind it, but I'm all in on it. And Tails kind of had an embarrassing showing at the Super Bowl. A lot of people hammered Tails. It was heads. Tails never fails except for when it does. Um, I think Tails is going to survive outer space and the ozone layer and all of the other scientific pieces between the space shuttle that they're going to drop this fucking thing out of and the ground. Um, now, apparently the history behind this is they tried it a few years ago with NASA and uh, they failed. Uh, surprise to, to anyone surprised they couldn't find the coin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, so, where's the coin? So apparently they've thought this out a little more. And apparently this is what our taxes are paying for is how to <laughs> uh, aerodynamically l- launch a coin out of outer space so that you can find it on planet Earth. Is tails more heavy than heads? How come tails is minus 105 or are they both? Well, I don't know. They're both minus 105 both per betonline.ag. Okay. It's a pick em. Tails never fails, Zane. Come on. Tails never fails true. except for when it does. It did not do well at the Super Bowl. A lot of there, is there like another bet where it just says like evaporate into the universe <laughs> or can't find that, coin? That'll probably can't yeah, coin. can't find coin at at uh, minus one thousand because there most people who you, you don't understand science. There's no what, way, right? Science. What How? are the odds it gets wedged in between something and lands upright? I want that one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like on a tree or something. Like yeah, right like at the perfect in between like a crack of a sidewalk. Yeah. You know. What want, if it hits a that. person? 
What well, if it hits that, some guy in the head? That would probably it hurt. Kills him. Would it kill him? <laughs> yeah, I feel like it would. How'd you? The thing's gonna be on fire, it's right? Go right through your body. How did you die? A quarter. Now, <laughs> you guys remember a thousand ways to die? That might be the the best yeah, one on well, the show. Exactly. I'm pretty sure there's a th- there's a bit about people throwing coins off skyscrapers, and if it were to hit you, you'd die. At mm-hmm. least that's what we'd heard when we were children. This is a whole ascent it, experiment. Well, it's almost like if you jump off a bridge into the water at a high enough point, it's like concrete, right? It's the yeah. same with just dropping mm-hmm. objects. Is yeah, the surface speed. Tension, yeah. Yeah. A lot of physics there that we don't understand, but we know it's there. That was just Jake's mom telling him not to throw change off a cliff or <laughs> off a building because you know he would have done that. Oh, I would have like thrown change off a building. You probably still would oh, throw yeah. change off a building. I would mean, still throw change off a building. It, it, this is Kirk Cousins right here. Like you cannot not encourage him not to throw. Right. Yes. I, that's True. all I do is throw. So dimes. I'm picking, I throw dimes. I'm picking Will's Alatoris. Yes. I got Baylor, which I did not know was number one seed until you gentlemen corrected me. And then I'm taking the coin flip from outer space. I'm hammering ha- uh, tails. So, uh, yeah, we're gonna be in Vegas. If you're going to be in Vegas, let us know. We'll be down there. We'll be, we'll be betting. I know we're going to a Knights game. We're playing golf. Yeah, we're... this Thursday, if you're somehow at the Golden Knights game, we'll also be at the Golden Knights. Hit us yes. up. Buy us a beer. Like I said, we're broke. So Yeah, we could use all the free <laughs> beer, beer we can get. As we're talking about just going and gambling in <laughs> Vegas. But, um, yeah, guys, that was another episode of It's a Bit, one of our favorite for sure. Thanks to Kirk again for coming on and for all you guys for listening. If you want to follow everything we do, you can follow us at 10K Takes on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok. You can also go to our website, 10ktakesmn.com, where we have a full fleet of blogs around Minnesota sports, outdoors, and entertainment. Listen to the radio version of the show. It's a bit radio on KFAN Plus from 2 to 3 p.m. on Saturdays. And I believe this Saturday we are on KFAN, the main station, from 2 to... Two to three. We have the email that. somewhere. We'll, look we'll pull it up. Um, it looks like this is going to be. I, I don't think it was specified. It'll be 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Oh, 2 p.m. on KFAN 100.3 FM or KFAN at iHeart.com. Um, otherwise, listen to some of our other shows. We got Third and Forever NFL podcast. We got Wild Takes covering all the Minnesota Wild stuff. It's just a nickname. Our, our female friends here. We have uh, we have the Hasbens, Gage and Trevor from the UND hockey team, as well as the Minnesota Rundown, covering all things sports. But, folks, this was another episode of It's a Bit, presented by 10,000 Takes. We just want to thank you guys, as always, for all the support. We'll see you next time.